nice. pre-E3 show here on Drop Frames with all new graphics where things will most likely mess up multiple times. Just like the current cards uh, here that uh, Barry has assigned to everyone. Uh, Rami, a.k.a. Co-Carnage, how's it going? Welcome to the show. How's your E3 going? <laughs> I'm good. Yeah, no, having a great time. I don't know where my where my little hoodie went. It it teleported onto Zeke, I think. But... Oh. Uh, well, you know, it's a new show. We, we, we're, it happens. It, it happens. Yeah. It's a new show. It happens. Yeah. I do have that power. Yeah. I have the power of teleportation, but only with hats. Yeah. It's so stupid. It's true. I'm the worst X-Men. It's a weird superpower, but at least <laughs> you have a... one. You know? What's your X-Men name? Uh, the X-Men that can teleport hats. Off the top of your head, go, Zeke. Uh, the Haberdasher. Okay. The Haberdasher? Oh, the Mad, Hatter. the Mad no, Hatter. No, the Mad Hatter is already in. I think he's already in he's Batman. A, he's a DC. This is a great yeah, start minor, with these yeah, new exactly. yeah, yeah. I don't know <laughs> if there's a Haberdasher, though. I don't think there is. I don't know. Yeah. Hat Trick. Oh, my God. You could be Hat Trick. Oh, that's uh, that's hockey, though, man. That's hockey and No, and that's soccer. your thing. Like, oh, that's, that's your costume. That's sports, yeah. Then you have a hockey stick, and you wear a jersey, and your Hat Trick. <laughs> You beat people up and then you teleport a hat onto them. Persona is you, a little like somebody, muddled. Like, somebody are you a shooting. hat teleporter? Are you a hockey per- Like, what's you're, the deal? Here? You're Canadian. That's where you were born. Okay? You're Canadian. It's actually not a bad superpower. Like, somebody's shooting at you and suddenly there's a hat over their eyes and it can't see anymore. Like, well, if your arch nemesis is uh, odd job, you're great, right? Like, you just teleport his hat to you and you're, you're golden. He can't Dude. do anything. Listen, like the, if if playing Dungeons and Dragons all these years has taught me anything, there's no bad characters, only bad players. Sure, yeah, yeah. You, you can figure something out. You can figure something yeah. out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. Looks all the it looks like all the titles and everything have sorted themselves out. AKA Barry fixed them. Thank you, Barry. Uh, we're gonna talk about the E3 stuff happening. Although, I, do you guys feel like this is another like? not e3 e3 with everything being digital like the the conferences are happening ish there's been a lot of new conferences added to the list that wouldn't actually have been a in-person conference uh i, I guess this question maybe is for zeke and, and rami because me and co usually if not every e3 have covered it from home uh zeke you're usually there covering it with twitch rami you're usually there doing business things uh do you, do you miss the E3? Do you think this even is this E3? Where does this stand? Uh, Zeke, what are, what are your thoughts on it? Well, it's, I mean, they're doing the best they can with, with what they got, but also like, you got to take a new account. Like E3 was kind of 
on its way out the door before any of this shit happened you know true like it, it, people like huge companies were not showing up to the the conferences there were you know years where we didn't see like you know who whoever whatever studio and stuff like that and it was kind of like disheartening um i mean it, it feels and it's it's so hard to like it feels like it was so hard to coordinate for these guys seeing as how like the the schedule was like not solid for until like last week you yeah know? yeah i, I think like <laughs> even capcom was making announcements yesterday as to when their actual conferences or, or not conference their showing will be their their stream yeah. will be a lot of people are not even calling it conferences i think showcase has become the new buzzword in the industry sure. it's all showcases now there's not a conference there's not a media briefing well it's we'll a call it whatever you show up to honestly yeah 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 we're good yeah that, yeah that, it makes a lot of sense it makes a lot of sense i'm right. I'm just ready for papa keely to take the reins and be like all right all right listen <laughs> he kind of has in somewhat everybody uh, can just show up to this okay let's just have, dude, let's, he's let's make it fucking fun like we had in the past you know come on he's keely. about 30 on, seconds from standing up with a flag and just planting it on every showcase and being like keely Khan. <laughs> that's, that's what this is this is all this is all KeelyCon. i'm i'm now leading this and i'm going to keep it going and it's going to be like you know as as these as e3 kind of phases out as it tries to find its place and fails you know jeff who is clearly at home with all this stuff yeah um can just raise up and keep it going in this kind of like virtual con which in a lot of ways with today's world makes a lot of sense to have a virtual con because it's the kind of thing where you know everyone can go to it it's a lot of news and interesting stuff in one place um, you don't have to travel. And I mean, yeah. especially with COVID and everything, that's that's kind of huge. But I think a lot of people are starting to see the, the I mean, a lot of people don't travel anyway to E3 and stuff. So the more kind of virtual, you know, stuff they can get in there, the, the better it is in a lot of ways. Yeah. So there's yeah. pros and cons to it for sure. Um, mm -hmm. And I, I think a lot of it just depends on the person. For, and then for, this, for me, this is great. It's all online. Then what's going to happen is Keely is going to start renting a convention place in Texas. And he's going to be like, we're going to do KeelyCon, but also have this big convention here. And then he's going to phase out the online stuff. He's going to go we're to the Gaylord in Dallas, in Dallas Grapevine. That's right. The home so of We're going to go full circle. Yep. And it's all yeah. going to start right back where it started. That's, that's right where plan. it started. That's the big plan. Right? Right, Rami? Is that playing what you're, the long game right now. Is that what you're hearing, oh, Rami? No. In the industry? The, oh, in, no. the industry Please, insider? No. <laughs> Please no, uh, no. E three E three is a bit of a mess. I mean, the ESA, which is the the, the software association that's behind E three, has been. They've been trying, but that I don't think they know what E three is or what it has to be yeah. to survive. They've been experimenting before COVID. They're experimenting with letting audiences onto the floor, making a more public showcase, moving towards the Gamescom model, then moving away from the Gamescom model, then doing the digital thing, and then. It's like everything they try to try it. And I say this with all the respect to all the, the, the lovely people that work at ESA, but they've just kind of been f fucking it up well, like look, in Rami, every possible on, way. Rami, they, like, I mean, they're consistent. Okay. Last year they leaked everyone's uh, personal details. And then this year they mm -hmm. also leaked everyone's personal details. So they're really, I mean, they're doing a great do you, job there. Being <laughs> the, the backhand, the backhand has press people create avatars, but then doesn't have a way to say that you're he or she. Like they, <laughs> this is like not, when I was like seven, I was making websites where you could. It's not even not keeping up with the thing. It's like 
they reverted back to only men <laughs> which how, how did how did that happen like it it's just the level the level of basic competency that would be required to do a digital showcase i've done one in my life it was called game dev world it was a, a games conference right yeah you don't have to be spectacularly good at this like you know like you can start a show with the name tags the wrong way around and fix it yeah right like the, the, it's all possible i mean but, that's like an amateur show and, and shouldn't be you know <laughs> honestly no one should watch a show like no that. one should <laughs> they probably would because that's what's acceptable these days on twitch uh that shithole of standards are just but, plummeted yeah but e3 yeah. like e3 as a show this is this is backed by the largest publishers in the world this is this is supposed to be our like look at what we can do we're rendering stuff at like incredible precision but we can't build a basic website for for the press to look at like what what is happening why why is this group representing us as an industry they can't get this right right yeah i think a lot of people in the industry are kind of asking that question like why why is esa in charge they're really good at their lobbying stuff they're really good at their political influence they're really good at like making sure that games have the right to like freedom of speech and all that which you know having those rights in the u.s is really important to the industry at large but when it comes to just throwing a party like let jeff do it <laughs> seriously let papa jeff plan the parties okay? uh, just uh, i don't i can't call him papa jeff but like yes let jeff do it <clears throat> he, he he knows like, how to do it i don't know i've known the guy for too long it's like calling like a good friend papa like it doesn't call him brother jeff brother jeff brother jeff yeah brother yeah, jeff. jeff as long as he's he's still in the the house of doritos or whatever right he's the dorito <laughs> pope wasn't that a meme back in the day back in the day but you know what this yeah. guy was a visionary because if you look at influencers today like that's basically what they're doing they just have to put hashtag ad on it this guy was a visionary he yeah. was selling out way before selling out was a big deal. <laughs> You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Uh, so, uh, Rami, a, a question for you. E3, uh, for a lot of us, obviously, we watch trailers, we get hype, we get excited for, you know, the future of gaming is the tagline. Uh, for the industry itself, it's it's the deal season, right? It's where you're meeting in a lot of different uh bars and or hotel rooms to discuss business and make plans about games coming mm -hmm. out years from now where does that yeah. stuff happen now is that all in a zoom call 24 7 non-stop yeah is it yeah, is it centered around this week like do you have a schedule mm -hmm. for this week when it comes to meetings yeah a lot of people still have a schedule for this week i basically went and said i'm not doing any meetings this week i i did meetings this week i will do meetings the weeks after e3 but i just went you know what i don't need that to be now i think a lot of people uh are still doing a lot of meetings uh, around this week obviously press is going to be a big thing media is going to be a big thing so uh it's a little more spread out this year which is nice but uh yeah i think the dealings and the business makings they're they're happening like sort of like the financial pattern of the industry still like focuses around here so there's budgets there's money there's conversations about what games are going to get made what games are going to get signed what games are going to be where for next year's that like all of those discussions are happening yeah uh, i don't think they'll be happening necessarily while we're yelling about you know what uh, warner bros is doing or what squeenix is, is releasing this year yeah yeah it's kind of nice honestly i do miss i do miss the hotels and the bars and the people i genuinely do yeah, I mean, that's like cons, right? You don't go to a con to walk around the show floor. You go to a con to drink in the hotel lobby, right? Like, that's, right. that's where I the mean, fun is. I mean, for two is. years now, 
for two years now, we haven't heard who is the idiot that fell into the, the swimming pool in the back of the Fig, the Figueroa Hotel. Sure. Which is sort of like, it's like an important part of E3. Like somebody needs to fall in the swimming pool because they got really drunk or got pushed into it. And like they're, they're the one for that year. Yeah. And this year, there's just no, there's nobody. It's really disappointing. Zeke, how many times have you been that guy? <laughs> Man. <laughs> Uh, I mean, not I mean, specifically that only one only of one? those okay. at specific. But uh, you didn't example. fall in. You just wanted to go swimming, right? I mean, that's what I. Exactly. Yeah. No. With yeah. My clothes and my phone. Yeah. hundred percent. That's how. <laughs> and my just, wallet and everything. Yeah, totally. Yeah. For sure. Just how it is. Uh, oh, just a quick question. Uh, do you, do you guys know what E3, like the three E's stand for? Electronic. You guys good on that? Yes, I, I do. Okay. I won't spoil it for the others. Code looks you know, very confused. It's a trick question? No. No, no, yeah, it's I'm, not a trick question. I'm I'm worried for a moment. Okay, it's not a okay. trick question. Sometimes it's just yeah. it called something so long that we that you forget what it is. It's yeah. it's electronic entertainment expo, right? Yep. Okay. That's what it stands for. The code not oh. <laughs> No, I'm kidding. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't I, I I bet you there's a lot of people that didn't know that, to be honest. No one calls it the electronic entertainment expo anymore. T three. You also have the opposite. Everybody thinks that IGN means something. Ah shit, Rami. What does I does IGN not stand for anything? No, that was the only domain. All all the rest were taken. That was it. Just IGN.com. That's all they had. So they bought it and decided to make a. Very long ago, it had a full name. It was something like Imaginary Gaming Network, but then eventually they just went to IGN because they thought the name was silly. It wasn't meant as an abbreviation. Like, yes, so it's it, an abbreviation, but it doesn't mean that. That's like the that's like CNN then, right? Like, you don't call it what it's saying. It's CNN. It's not whatever. incompetent gaming nerds. You'd be nice. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I mean th- that happens a lot. Like, ESPN did it. I mean, they dropped yeah. their acronym. Yeah, uh, yeah. KFC dropped their acronym. Yeah. Yeah. One one day you you get to the point where you don't need a full name anymore and you can just abbreviate and that's when you know you've made it. That's true. I wonder what Oreo stands for. I got nothing. I'm not. I would that. tell you guys what what Co stands for, but I don't want to get banned off Twitch. Okay. Oh God. The T. Okay. The T H A in my name was actually. The T H A in my name was actually a a clan tag. Starcraft days. Uh, oh. A really long time ago. Yeah. It was T-H-A. It's not the, but then like a f- seven-year-old thinks it's cool. It's actually T-H-A, which was a group of people that cracked video games ah, uh, so we could illegally play them. Nice. Nice. And then I went into the games industry and I kept the name. I mean, that's probably the not best a... part. The best part about this is that when Rami told this story on Drop Frames a few months ago, I actually Googled it, and it turns out none of that is accurate, and it actually was Da just being cool, and this is all made up. Uh-oh. But it's okay, because it's still pretty cool. Uh-oh. That's true. <laughs> Might be true. No, that's, I, I, For I the longest thought, time, ever since I, before you said that story, I always thought you were just the Rami. The, right. The, just the Rami. It's, it's a, just the Rami. <laughs> yeah, I, I looked at that, and I was like, this dude's hard as fuck. Like, <laughs> I know, right? This, this dude's like, hard. Like Royce the 5'9". <laughs> yeah, you know, don't like, fuck with I, Rami. And then I appeared on the screen and you're like, it's a little disappointing. 
It's a little disappointing. You should just. Uh... No, I met you. Be- I met you before I even ever went to your Twitter or whatever. Like I'm I, before I knew who you were. I met you at a at a at a thing, and uh, near a swimming pool. Then I looked pool, up actually. your I looked up your Twitter and I was like, that can't be him. It's got to be something. else. <laughs> He's not that cool. I met a rapper on the side as well as making games. <laughs> he likes to rap about indies, yo. Yeah, <laughs> that's it's a secret side gig. If uh, yeah. That's what happens at E3 is Rami puts on a, a party and he's the he's the DJ and I, host and rapper. I put on dinners. Dinners. That's my rule. There you go. Dinners. I do lots of dinners. Those yeah. are fun. Dinners are good. They're good. We used to do those a I, lot I, of packs. The thing I, I think getting back on a little bit of a track here, uh, I, the, E3 I always look forward to for, for two big reasons. One, Twitch used to do the E3 pre-show, which, holy shit, that was like, that was like that was playland here. Yeah. Did you get an itch there, Rami? Yeah, a little bit. You son of a face bitch. Itching. You son of a bitch. Okay. You said you wouldn't bring that, Rami. Not in the middle <laughs> of Zeke's story. Uh, Zeke, please but continue. Yeah, I'll miss the previous show, but like, so rudely the other interrupted. Part, the other part I'll miss is E3 was the place like, because don't get me wrong. I love, like, my favorite people to interview are uh indie devs and people with the indie world because they're so like excited and passionate and they're like this is their fucking baby and you can feel it you know feel the energy coming off of them but like e3 was the place where i was like okay i'm interviewing john romero next you know doom that guy like i'm interviewing him like that was the place to do that shit yeah and i I will definitely miss like a little bit of uh uh and fangirling in yeah. that sense did you make sense did you ever play doom against john no is it good he will he will mess you up that guy is pro- you know i'm kind of glad that's the case most developers are shit at their own game like this is something <laughs> a lot of people don't know but like the re- i suck at every game i've ever made uh the the two developers that i know that are like hard exceptions are terry kavanaugh who made vvvvv and uh, super hexagon and uh, Dicey Dungeon. Yeah. Playing that guy in Super Hexagon is absurd. Like, it's like millisecond movements. And then John in Doom, I think one GDC, he sat down and the entire show was just try to be John. And I think one person did it. <laughs> nice. That was it. Nice. That's, you know, again, that's, as the creator of, of Doom and, and, you know, FPSs in a lot of ways, I'm glad that that's the case. Uh, that, that makes me happy to hear that for sure. Um, yeah, Zeke, going back to what you were saying about the the interviews and stuff, um, like, in a lot of ways, it was starting to become the norm to, like, interview the indie devs and stuff like that. But now that there's not an E3 presence, a show floor, like, I feel like most of those have been lost, right? Like, that type of content is is not being made anymore in a lot of ways i've seen a handful of of like ign i think has done some interviews and i think like kind of funny has done some some showcases around it um but it's hard to get people to tune into that stuff because it's usually in the production world that's like the the in-between conference content right it's what keeps people around the stream instead of tuning off and waiting for uh the next big conference um and so I, once I think the world, hopefully uh, a year from now, and we're able to have maybe another big E3 uh, in person, I hope that stuff comes back, right? Because I think that we have lost that voice a lot. 
it's also kind of interesting to think about the fact that like when you go to a con, you know, you're there for the subject and the content of the con. So it, a lot of times I feel like people are a lot more, they feel this more obligation to experience it because they're there and they're physically located and it's right in front of them. Yeah. Where when you have like a virtual convention and, and we see this over and over and over where it's like, you're watching a game convention and all of a sudden an interview comes up and chat just erupts like, Oh, we're the games, we're the trailers. What the hell? You know, when you're doing a virtual con, you're literally competing with the entertainment of the internet right? to hold people's interest because at any point they could just leave the stream or go play a game or tab to another tab on their browser. And it's like, that that lack of investment that a lot of people have by not actually being there yeah. um you can get kind of lost well I, yeah. I i think there's no better uh you know example of that than what twitch is going to be doing this year with the fact that so many content creators are going to be coming on to their streams this weekend to like talk about all that stuff uh because that's what's going to bring in the viewership in between the conferences right it's it's what we'll does see. yeah for sure well, th their thinking is their line of thinking is what brings in the viewers. Oh, this streamer in general will have a lot of viewers to begin with. Let's bring them over to our channel type deal. Um, Make it more synergistic. Yeah, yeah. Ugh. So it's Ugh. interesting to see that. Come on, Robbie. It, we, that gotta, word hurt you. The word hurts me. You're not. Oh. You're not agile. <laughs> Robbie, listen. You need. Use, you need Rami? to. You need to synergize a bit more with the situation. And it's it's because you're not you're not really the the upward agility isn't synergizing with your current. oh can we just can we table this for now and, and circle back around <laughs> so, look let's let's touch base and then we can synergize our our schedules and and then we can go have some synergy for lunch have your assistants I, I just don't think that's conducive to a cohesive work environment you know, what the if worst we, thing is I've sat in these what if we pivot meetings. to the synergy do you what know if, how often you know, I, I think two E3s ago was the first time where the Bitcoin folks were like out in force oh, and the amount yeah. of meetings I sat in, that was exactly that. Just like to the, like to the letter. Yep. Oh. Yeah. About it, I just think you need to align your paradigm more with it. Um, <laughs> That's a good one. To, to really. That's a good one. To fundamentally synergize. You need to take a shower yet? Okay, there we go. There that we go. <laughs> that, was, that was the limit. That was it. He's always you trying to force cup. him. You had to fill the cup up. Okay. He's always trying to force himself back on the show. And we got You've rid broken of him, him down so much. He's going to change the A to an E, and it's just going to be the Rami. Yeah. Yeah. And then when he gets uh, big enough, he'll just be Rami. He'll just become the one name, right? The Beyonce. Right. And then it's just a symbol. Share. It's like an at sign. That's the final the stage. Yeah. That's the final. Yes, exactly. At R, at Rami. Yeah. Oh yes, yeah. That's that's how it's gonna go. That's how it's gonna go. Uh, well, let's go ahead and go through all the different, uh, at least the bigger conferences. There are some smaller ones uh, still happening, but uh, there's a lot of stuff between now and next Tuesday is when it kind of all starts to slow down. Which you know, kind of the the general E3 schedule uh, usually starts around like Saturday Sunday, which it's doing this week, uh, and then wrapping up with Nintendo uh on uh, on tuesday so they're kind of keeping to that which is good uh keely though which we already mentioned is uh getting out uh in front of everything tomorrow at 2 p.m eastern with the summer game fest kickoff live event uh he's got a bunch oh. of stuff already going on what's that so we had a little talk about this today by the way so some people think that the kickoff event is not like 
an actual show. They think it's like just a precursor thing into the E3 weekend. Oh, no. No, no. It's a show, yeah. <laughs> they are, yes, not only is it a show, but there are many developers that are actually like putting out new news, like like never before seen stuff. Oh, yeah. And stuff that isn't going to be at the other shows. Yep. Um, at this show on Tuesday or Thursday. So, yeah, it's going to be thing there's also like who was it um there was there was a, a large pr firm that's like yeah a lot of our pretty much all of our stuff is going to be at this you know at, at keely con oh <laughs> so i didn't see that definitely I, definitely be checking it out i know they're doing a lot of uh you know we were talking about how twitch is using like influencers in their stream to bring in the viewers uh keely's mm -hmm. counting on uh popular uh bands like weezer <laughs> and japanese <laughs> breakfast and sonic symphony uh who will be putting on musical performances tomorrow I don't know those other two uh, bands. Are they Jap like? Are they hip? Japanese what now? Japanese breakfast. Band? Are they? Are they good? Never heard them. I just easy. love the dissonance in 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 Keely shows. It's like he knows exactly what you want in terms of games, and not at all what I want in terms of music or anything else. <laughs> it's incredible. I mean, He's so good at the game not stuff. Bad, you know. Here's the but interesting thing. thing Googling Japanese breakfast brought up a lot of delicious pictures. But is he just going to serve us breakfast? I'm up for that. I've been to that. I'm up for that. Yeah. What What is a traditional Japanese breakfast? What What's in there, Co? I'm curious. Uh, it It looks delicious. There's like lots of little plates and bowls, and, and it looks like fish and lots of different vegetables and rice and. Sounds good. Oh man, sounds good. Yeah, I'm into it. Y'all know it's it's dinner time here, right? Like I'm postponing dinner until after the show. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh my lord. Let's talk about. Food I listened to uh, about thirty seconds of a Japanese breakfast song and. They're good, man. It's like what type a of music? Funk, a little funky. Okay. Like a, a a good driving baseline and some. Uh... I feel I I well not feel I know that uh, Keely is a giant arcade fire fan, and so I think that's kind of like his wheelhouse of music. Is it anything like that, Zeke? Do you know anything about arcade fire? Can you make Can you draw comparisons? Okay, I didn't think so. I couldn't Ooh. do it either. I only know the name. <laughs> I only know the name. So you're not alone. Yeah. No, it's it, you could you could throw names and and songs into a hat, and I wouldn't get any of them right. Yeah, like I've heard I've heard like, like oh I know that tune, and I know that that name, but I could never connect them. Like I have no like skin in the music game anymore. Like I listen to almost nothing but OS, like video game OSTs now. Yeah, yeah, makes sense. Uh, we are a couple people in chat said they are similar in mine, so. I guess we're going to get a lot of that. Uh, they've also got some uh, some devs showing up. Uh, Giancarlo Esposito is going to be there. Of course, he's in Far Cry 6 as the uh, the bad guy. Jeff Goldblum is going to show up. Uh, Fucking yeah. Which I don't know. Everyone loves Jeff. Jeff's no one great. knows why, but everyone just loves Jeff. He's just a great dude. Yeah. Like, he doesn't it's even like need Chris to be associated Walken. with the game. He's just going to come out and just be like, oh, hey. I'm Did you ever see Jeff's, Jeff's show on Jeff? Disney Plus? It's literally just Jeff Goldblum walking around being Jeff Goldblum. And they just put a camera on him. He's like, we're going to so talk like about Busey, just a lot less crazy. Yeah. We're going to talk about uh, denim jeans on today's episode. And it's like an hour long episode about jean culture or some shit. <laughs> I love that. It's just, a, it's just a fucking IRL stream. That's it all really it is. That's uh, with, with Goldblum rocking around. It's just that. But like, like I, I've said this uh, before, but Jeff Goldblum, people like Jeff Goldblum, Christopher Walken, they're like the msg of people it's like you put it in anything it's gonna make it better you know <laughs> i like <Man>. that <laughs> that's good 
this is a random tangent and it's not going to be funny to you guys. I'm setting this up. There was uh, another streamer, I think Will Neff, he went to Whataburger for the first time and he was doing Christopher walking, saying Whataburger, but going like, wow, what a burger. And it was the funniest shit. If you can find it, I told you it wasn't going to be funny. I set up the joke that it was not going to be funny to you, but please go find it. Anytime it's mentioned, I actually die. It's good stuff. Let's move on. Uh, yeah, I don't know what Jeff Goldblum's going to be there for. I don't know. Uh, it says, and surprises will also show up. Um, so I guess we'll have to see with that. Uh, and then we have a bunch of different uh, world premiere game stuff. <clears throat> um, some of that stuff has been like kind of teased. Some of that stuff has been confirmed. Um, some of the confirmations is Gearbox is going to be there with Wonderlands which is, I think, the DLC for Borderlands 3 featuring Tiny Tina, uh, which is a callback to the DLC, uh, arguably the best DLC from Borderlands 2, which was the D&D-esque DLC. Um, so, you know, I, I think Tiny Tina is kind of divisive in the, in the gaming community. Some people really like her. Some people aren't the biggest fans. So we'll see how that, uh, how that goes. I think the biggest thing that everyone's wanting to see here and wanting to see all E3, at least in our uh, social spheres, is uh, Elden Ring. Uh, and Keeley's dropped some, like, not necessarily direct teases, but also there's insiders saying that, like, Keeley has the trailer and, like, it is going to be there tomorrow. So everyone's, everyone's setting them up for either disappointment or for jubilation, right? Uh, I, I feel like Elden Ring is the thing that anytime one of these comes around, everyone's like, oh, it's, it's going to be there. We're going to show up this time. It's going to, there's the one. Isn't it appro how appropriate that there's the ring in the title? Yeah. The one ring yeah. to bring them all. It's true. In the darkness, find them. That's true. Yeah. Uh, Elden Ring, for those that forget, is the, um, the, the next Souls game. Um, I'm blanking on the japanese developer uh is it miyazaki no yeah oh, well it's oh, from oh, software oh. but who's the miyazaki is maybe correct anyways it's from software uh plus george rr R. martin is working together apparently on that um there was a leaked trailer a while back where it showed like some some horse combat uh and kind of an open world style dark souls looking game i still just want somebody to make a horse combat game and just call it ring just the horse combat it's just horses being just each other. call it horse oh, combat. Just one horse combat. <laughs> I, I just want to see horses fight. There was That's some horse combat, right? See horses fight. I want to say that we've, had, we've seen some horse, horse around combat. horse play. I, well, I, just, I think they, oh, I think they perfected it like in the Atari days with Joust, and they were just like, you can't get better than that. That's good. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. They tried My Little Pony. It's P W N Y. My Little Pony. Okay, never mind. Sorry. Everyone gets one. Co. I got mine. You got yeah. yours. Let's just move on. All right, Zeke. I thought that was Elder, pretty good. Eldering, Eldering is going to be interesting. Like it's, it's the kind of thing that's interesting because no matter what they show, it's always going to be a mess. Like that, that's how that's going to go, right? Like from like the internet's reaction, you mean? Yeah, yeah. Of course. Like the 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 expectations at this point are obscene. Yeah. It's a it's a meme in itself that Elden Ring is going to be somewhere or not going to be somewhere. Yeah. Uh, if it happens, it's going to be very amusing to watch. I, I, I can't, I can't, I just want to be on the internet for that because it's going to be a, a massive shitstorm. 
Well, I was talking to, to my stream about this the other day. Like, is it only like a hardcore fan base that cares about Elden Ring? Because I, I like Dark Souls has sold very fucking well over there. I think it sold like 30 million copies across all their games or something. So it definitely has reach outside of a hardcore community, right? Right. But I think part of that, like the weird thing about niche games, like, because it is a niche game, right? Even with 30 million copies sold it is a niche game i think the main thing with those games is that a lot of people like their promise more than they like the game and the people that like the game like the game so much that there's no other game that can fulfill that promise mm. right it's, it's this really weird thing like if you like that kind of game there is nothing else that can satisfy that there's games that try but generally you know people like the the you know the original series yeah, it's it's the holy grail of of it's the reason the Soul series exist. A lot of people buy Dark Souls and then don't get past the first boss, right? Sure. Like you just look at the achievement numbers and, you know, it's, so, it's just not. I had to look up the definition of niche because I was like, niche, 30 million says niche? This is the definition, and I, and I think you're correct, Rami. A specialized segment of the market for a particular kind of product or service. Which means it doesn't mean it's less well known. A niche means Dark Souls is a specialized thing. It's its own thing that no one else does very like as well, nearly as well. Yeah. So right. I think it fits. I think it fits. Yeah. I had to look it up and yeah. I'm I'm glad I did. <laughs> yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Um but th but that's that's what you know, in the industry there there's three golden ways of making a game that's a hit. Either make something everybody likes, be be the only one who owns a niche or do something better than everybody else, right? And Dark Souls is kind of special in that, the entire Dark Souls series, honestly, is kind of special in that they kind of manage to do all three at the same time nowadays. Like, everybody wants to talk about Dark Souls, whether they play Dark Souls or not. <laughs> the people that want to play Dark Souls play Dark Souls, and they're better at it than anybody else. So Elder Ring is just, like, off-the-chart hype, and, you know, just going to be fun. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think a good a good four for that list would also be to create your own genre, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, now now we have Souls like, you know, we have like Surge two. We've got what was the the recent one that came out where you could harden, um, you know, the Neo two. We've got like all of these games that are now you know trying to go through and uh, and and be that game basically. Yeah. So now we have the the actual creators, Mortal Shell. Thank you. Yeah. Um, now we have the actual creators taking like the next crack at it and being like, look, we can still do it too. Like, like we're the we're the originals. Like let's let's, let's see how we can do still. It's, so it's surprising yeah, I don't know, how. Sorry, it's, it's surprising how much of a difference that makes, mate. Like the or being the original developers and like having gone mm -hmm. through all. Because like if you're not the original, you're looking at what Dark Souls is doing and you're trying to figure out why they did it. While the people that make Dark Souls, they know why decisions were made, right? They know why the tempo is that way. They know why the checkpoint is there. Like being the original developers of an idea. It's a huge difference. It's a huge difference in quality. And it's very rare that somebody else picks up that ball and runs with it much further, even though they develop things. And over time, it equalizes out. But for Souls, I, I feel no other game has gotten close to them. Yeah. I mean, I think like Neo 2 might be, at least for me, I think it's more of a personal choice. Neo 2 is probably like up there, but a Neo 2 compared, or a Neo compared to like a proper Souls game. I don't think is like those are two different entities uh, in a lot of ways. Uh, I don't think Neo's bad, but I think Souls is Souls, right? Um, 
I think that's a lot of people share that. And I think that kind of leads into the hype of whether or not this will be here. It's eventually going to show up, whether it's tomorrow, whether it's a year from now, that game's going to probably the next from software game is going to exist one way or the other. Um, so it'll be exciting if it's there or if it's not there, because if it's not there, the story's going to be, Hey, did you see that, uh, summer game fest thing? Oh yeah. Uh, Elder Ring one there. Oh, or it's going to be, Hey, did you see this summer game fest? Oh yeah. Elder Ring was there. Oh really? That's awesome. What, what and, <laughs> is there a trailer? I, mean, <laughs> it, I, well, think, and, I and, think people want, people would just say, did you see the Elder Ring trailer? And I don't right, think they'll yeah. mention summer game fest <laughs> yeah, at that's all. True. That's probably true. Yeah. What were we going to say, Cove? Oh, I was just seeing a lot of people in chat uh, bringing up some some points about like, you know, what about this game? What about that game and stuff? And I think it's it's more to like what we're talking about is more kind of like ice cream. Like they're all ice creams, but they're just different flavors. And you could say like, uh, or even if you want to take another step, like brands, you know? So it's kind of like, you know, Dark Souls is its own brand. And sometimes you just like that brand of ice cream. Um, well, but they're all like Sekiro, Neo 2. Like they all have similarities that keep them in the same region. Um yeah, back to food, dude. I love food. It's so synergistic. Yeah, we're just making but, um, it's, hungry. It's the, <laughs> food and synergy. <laughs> but uh, it's the kind of thing where um, you know, it, it's they're 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 all trying to innovate at the same God time because they can't bro. copy. So put that shit away. <laughs> um, yeah. What is that even from? Hold on, like stop the show. What the fuck is that even from? That's making you so jealous. That that gauntlet. Uh, can't get it. It's hard. To, so. Rami, uh, much like myself, is a giant Marvel fanboy. Uh, and Lego put the uh, Thanos uh, Infinity Gauntlet oh. on sale. Okay. And Rami uh, ordered it the same way I did. Mine's not showing up till August. He already got his. So this is a little... Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's what that is. That's what that is. Um, yeah, I, Cole, I, I liked what you said about ice cream. Uh, and, and the idea that one ice cream is great and two, like there's different flavors of ice cream, which is all these souls likes. And then there's ice cream, which is dark souls. Right. Yeah. <laughs> sort of. Yeah. Kind that's of. How, that's, that's how I that's... look at that. And you know, and, yeah. and, and, and different flavors try throwing in random craft to try to make their ice yeah. cream the best. And you know, some of it See? works and some of it should never be an ice cream. And yeah, you know, and <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm a big fan of analogies. I love them. They're my favorite thing. Uh-huh. And this is what I would say. Okay. I would say Dark Souls ice cream. All that other shit is fucking Froyo. <laughs> Froyo, uh, it's it's good, but it's not the fucking same, dude. You ice cream is awesome, and Froyo is pretty good. It's good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I don't I'm, I don't I'm, necessarily I'm, disagree, but I think Froyo is pretty good. I think Frodo is also just ice cream. We're getting into semantics here. Let's move on. This is yeah. what this is what. Anyway, Elden Ring, great. Yeah, Elden Ring, great ice cream. <laughs> really good ice cream. I think is what we can uh, separate not, us from that, right? Elden Ring, not Froyo. Yep, that's the name of it. That's no, what. Dude, that's that what Elden they got Ring George R. R. Like, right. <laughs> the peanut buster parfait. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> Do you think there's any, uh, with how, from a mainstream appeal, right? Like, not the hardcore fans that don't give a shit if George R. R. Martin's attached to it or not. Do you think the last uh, season of, of Game of Thrones taints that at all? Do you think people care? Like, did that taint who George R. R. Martin is at all? 
And no, they, I think he kind of distanced himself. Did he? Like, so I, uh, in to a degree, I think he did. And I think like even the actors did as well. Yeah. So it, it, that, I, I think that's a little bit different. I mean, he's also not the person that really, he didn't did write it. it. I mean, it's very, it's pretty clear right. who screwed that up. Right. Um, right. So, and he wasn't really that person. And more importantly, I think that people fundamentally know he's the guy that hooked him in the first place. Like he, mm. he created the good stuff, you know, like he, he is that he is the generator of that. And then someone else kind of took the, the steer, started steering the ship. And that's when it started kind of going downhill. That's so, true. That's true. Yeah. I think the, the other thing is like the, the only thing people hold against George is that it, it thinks take forever to come out when he's involved. And that seems appropriate <laughs> in this case. So, yeah, you know, uh, he, he's adhering to expectations. But yeah. I don't think anybody blames him for the show. Let me let me ask you guys this, and we'll move on from Elden Ring. If there is indeed a trailer tomorrow, does Elden Ring ship this year? That would have been a really good job of keeping it under wraps, which isn't unheard of. But I mean, especially now, June, um, like that that would have meant that it has been relatively complete for probably months, maybe over a year. Last time we saw so, the trailer was two years ago. Yeah, I I would strongly doubt it. I would strongly doubt it. But more importantly, let's ask the person that knows what he's talking about. What do you think, Rami? <laughs> yeah, I um, I'm grabbing another look at that leaked footage from a while ago, just to oh to see, see where they where were at, to see where they were at. Yeah, the uh, Rami's referencing. I think it was an internal trailer um, that never got shown slash it did leak slash might be what we're seeing tomorrow right if if it is showing tomorrow we should also note as a uh i yeah i don't i have a hard time believing this would come out this year honestly yeah uh yeah i mean it's in a good spot and obviously it's a trader so it's very hand-picked footage but you a lot of stuff doesn't have a lot of stuff looks like it's still developing. Yeah, I don't think I don't think so. It also would be a really weird pacing for the marketing campaign, right? Two years of nothing, E3, and then launch fast for a game that has so much hype built up around it. I think yeah. what they're going to do is probably see what the response is to what they show, see if there's anything that they can play with, and then go from there. Um or they're going to be really silly and they're going to go short. But I, I don't see that. That doesn't seem the, the, the way of the studio, honestly. Like sure. They're a slow burn studio. so Makes sense. Do you think that uh, will be a PS5, Xbox Series X thing? Or is it going to be like cross-generation game, Rami? In, in your estimations? I, I would guess cross cross. Uh, cross platform yeah uh, across yeah. uh generation yeah i mean i think most games at the moment are just going to be cross generation like there's the with the with the hardware like tightness everywhere there's no good reason not to i know a lot of people hate it but makes sense right we we, we need to make money like it like it just kind of is what it is and um a lot of people think that making a game cross platform inherently means that the game is worse on the on the next gen platforms, right? Graphically they have to and whatnot. To go. Yeah, and they're not entirely wrong, but they're also just not right. 
Like that's not how we make video games. Very often we make our video games at very high quality and then just sort of like hit our performance targets on the way there with with optimization and like clever architecture and stuff like that. Like the main thing, and I think I've said this on the show before, the main thing that changes is the architecture of how our spaces look. And you're seeing that in Ratchet and Clank and you're seeing that in, you know, these other games where uh, spaces are more open, faster movement, faster traversal between like highly diverse biomes. You're seeing more of that. If you're designing for two platforms at once, for two, two gens at once, you can't do that. Sure. Right? Because you'd have to remake the space. I think that's the biggest difference you see between a cross-gen game and a next-gen only game. Like, we don't understand the new devices yet. Like, we're, we're figuring this stuff out. Like, come on. Like, give us some time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, in a lot of ways, you just don't have them. <laughs> right? Like, or, or a lot of people can't even access them to, right. to build on. So, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. so yeah, we'll we'll see if Elden Ring uh, pops up tomorrow. Um, what else is going to be there? There's some other like leaks is a weird word because in a lot of ways leaks these days are just marketing teams that are pushing mm-hmm. info out there uh, because people love the idea of a leak more so than they love the idea of an official trailer. Um, it gets spread faster uh, in today's day and age. Um, so a quote leak uh, around this. Apparent thing from 2K and Firaxis, who may or may not be working on a XCOM game uh, set in the Marvel Universe. Which I think is like, I, I think there's two people. If you go back about three seconds in the footage, one of them is Ko, which his face is kind of like excited and then dis- distaste. Then there's Zeke, who's like kind of excited and then very excited. Right? So we'll uh, we'll have to see. As as a Marvel uh, fan, I'm very excited for that. Uh, although I don't know what that means. Like I don't know if you're from a gameplay perspective, if it is an XCOM style game. I don't know if your units are like the Avengers or if you're like Shield agents or. Like, I don't know how you make an XCOM game if you're one of your units is like Captain Marvel, right? And can just like kill Why? everyone on the field in a second. I don't know how you make that. I mean, you can. You know how I know? How's that? Nintendo did it. Oh, with uh, the Mario with the Rabbids thing? Rabbids game. Yeah. Yep. Right? You, can do, you can do really ridiculous stuff in the XCOM uh, formula. It's honestly a miracle nobody has tried uh like successfully anyway yeah to do some steadier stuff with XCOM, but um yeah who knows yeah uh, i mean interestingly enough it's it's funny that you'd say that because i'm currently playing this super cool indie game called the last spell and in some ways it is kind of like a lot of people see it and they go is this turn-based they are billions because the premise is that you have like literally a handful of of heroes, but you are slaughtering countless enemies, like like just tons and tons and tons of enemies. The, the time that by the time you're done, you've killed hundreds of of opposing enemies. So I am sure they could make a similar strategic game where like you have your little Marvel heroes at the bottom, and then in come the hordes of you know nearly one shotable enemies, and instead of you like you know clicking on each single enemy you're doing like a shield throw that takes out that row and you're doing like some kind of return boomerang shield that just sweeps around and kills every single enemy in its path and you know there's there's lots of things they could do to make a tactical mass 
body count number <laughs> type of game that would really kind of showcase the power of the heroes, I think. XCOM is, of course, you know, more like nearly one-on-one -on -one combat, especially towards the beginning and stuff, or, you know, like every everything can kill you kind of thing. Right. But by, by playing with the numbers, you can quickly skew that to make the player feel more powerful. I'd play the game Co just described. Right, like, give me, give me Captain America on a on an XCOM style map, just like destroying hordes of AIM agents or something like that. It sounds mm -hmm. pretty good to me. I'm into that. Um, I hope that's all. Uh, I hope that it is like Firaxis's main team working on it. Um, because I don't know enough about what was that game that they the like the XCOM game where it was like in the future and you had like aliens on your team. What was that? Chimera. Chimera, Chimera, that's what it was. Yeah, was that their main team that worked on that? Did did they ever say if that was whatever like... it was? It it was more of a side project. Yeah, like even even if it was their main team, like it was it was it was a standalone, but it was not really like XCOM, you know, four or whatever, well, three, to, three, four, whatever, four, three, like three, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> whatever we're up to now. <laughs> but yeah, it was, it was by it wasn't a showcase piece. It was kind of like an addendum piece. Yeah, yeah. So cool. I hope I hope that uh, is there uh, in some degree. Oh, technically, uh, it was not the main team for the record. Oh, okay. So they might have been working on this for a while. Then, if if this is all real, um, keep in mind, and we should probably put this caveat at the very beginning of the show. Like a lot of this stuff, leaks and rumors. Some of it will probably never exist. A lot of it will probably never exist. But some of it might be there. Um, Can we take one second to 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 because you said like the leaks are often intentional. I think sometimes that's true. Uh, you know what I found really remarkable today is Battlefield's PR strategy paying off in such a spectacular way. They yeah. had a countdown to a countdown. The internet lost its, like, just lost its marbles. Yeah. Everybody spoke about it and gave everybody the time when the trailer was going to be there. Yeah. And then everybody watched the trailer. I, the thing about PR that often gets me is the thing that pisses off people is the stuff that works. And it's it's really remarkable that it keeps working. I I mean I'm really I hate it. But Ubisoft did the same thing with uh, Far Cry Six, right? Uh, a week or two ago, uh, so like everyone join here, blah blah blah. The stream's gonna kick off this time. Stream started. It was a 30 minute countdown <laughs> to when the actual stream started for Far Cry Six. Um, I mean, the thing that's crazy is like who does like a start time and then runs like timers and intros and wait screens until an actual show is there like how could anyone actually watch that <laughs> it's true it's true you're not wrong that's just frustrating to think about yeah and then they run ads over it a lot of times I mean, that's, <laughs> that's what i just went hold up <laughs> wait a second <laughs> they're sitting there watching ads when nothing is happening on stream <laughs> That's so weird that people would just oh, hold up. That. Yeah. Oh, calling the pot. The I, that was the point. Yeah. yeah. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, I mean, I, to even go further back, Horizon did that as well when they showed off the oh. uh, the Forbidden uh, Forbidden West, Forbidden Wild. What what's the the rest Forbidden of the, West? Forbidden West. Yeah, they had a five hour countdown to that um, that stream happening. So. Definitely some weird trends in the uh, in the announcement stuff there. Um, we'll see what what happens with that. Uh, moving along, I with, mean, what's going to be there in lieu of a fucking countdown? Why don't you have a fucking pre pre show where people do goofy shit and keep them? No, no one would watch that. Here. No one would. 
pay attention. No to one watched that shit. That yeah. sounds terrible. Yeah, but I don't know if that would do very well. <laughs> I, I would, I would come participate in it, but I wouldn't watch it. Right, right. That's the that's I'd the hang out. that's the stream everyone wants to be at, but doesn't want to watch. Right. It's so fun. That's how pre-shows are so fun. They're so ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, this is this is the stuff that makes me miss like shows. Like, you just show up and E3. it's like Zeke would like any show. Yeah. It's like Zeke doing something absolutely preposterous and you're just sitting there just being like I look, I'll uh, one of my <laughs> my favorite experiences at uh Paxes of old and even the esports events uh prior to that when I was in that world was going on like a Thursday or a Wednesday. The bar was very calm, very quiet, and it was just people in the industry. And it was just people there that had worked and set up the event the entire day, and they just want to shoot the shit. That mm-hmm. was the greatest time, every single time. Yep. Um, and, yeah, it was that's, and, that's the best. And then the conference starts. Then the conference starts, yeah, and it turned the bar just it turns into a madhouse of right. people screaming for drinks and, yeah, never getting a server and all that stuff hey good to see you yeah it's been a while right like how are you <laughs> oh that's good to hear good to hear yeah working on something oh cool yeah no awesome yeah me too me too oh sorry i got i have a thing in like two minutes i gotta go but good seeing you right want to do dinner later i've had yeah. that conversation yeah, gonna have, like, dude you could just, copy paste that yeah like no, that I'm, was that i'm not a fan of what i just heard i do not like it, it. has I do not it's like been it. a dream of mine to bring small talk business cards to cons <laughs> and just like hand hand it out and maybe make it a thing so we can just hand our small talk shit and then we can actually you know have a conversation talk about shit we actually care about you know yeah here here's what i'm up to here's what i've been doing <laughs> well yeah. i mean this year it's i would be- like to know about you how are you doing what are you up to <sighs> <laughs> really really early on at Lambeer, we had a stamp with our business details and if somebody gave us their business card we'd stamp their business card and give it back and it was, it was nice flawless. that's pretty good flawless every time that's Just pretty good we won't contact you contact us well, well now it's the really thing good. now when cons start returning it's gonna be like oh yeah what what shot did you get as if it matters at all what shot did you get <laughs> oh yeah did you hit, uh, real bad the first 24 hours right yeah, that was that sucks. That's the, the weird thing though. The weird thing is when you see each other again, it'll be like nothing nothing happened in between. Right. right? Yeah. That's the weird thing about this because we're used to the cycle of not seeing each other for like what, three months, six months. And we see each other, it's like it's the next day from from the previous time we saw each other, and then we don't see each other for six months again. That's that's how it works. Like, it's it really goes. weird. Yeah. Makes sense. Makes sense. Um anyways. What else is going on here at the uh, the kickoff live yeah. event tomorrow? Uh, people think that because Jeff Goldblum's going to be there, that a new Jurassic Park game is going to be shown. Um, the last Jurassic Park game was that Park Builder, I think. Was wasn't it? I don't remember the name of it. Something something Jurassic Park, if I recall. <laughs> I don't recall. Evolution Jurassic, Jurassic Park, Park Evolution Builder. Yeah, that's why I, not? Yeah. Jurassic Park Evolution. But why not a new a Marvel uh, fighting game? Like, because he was the the head of the arena, right? Oh, a new oh, Marvel fighting Master? game with him as the announcer from like, Firaxis. Uh, <laughs> fight, go fight. That'd be great. Like that's how it starts. Like, personally, I hope it's a new. Do we go now? Game? Like, I don't understand. 
New fly game. I I would like to see a new a fly game or maybe Independence Day game. Be cool. I think that could be great. Do you think? Uh, do you think Keely are the fly? Do you think Keely tries to like intermix uh, like a movie thing into this whole thing? Some movie announcement, or do you do you think he keeps it strictly games? Does he try to become the like the true entertainment expo and just be a center for all things media? Like, I mean, I hope not. I hope not as well. But he, in a lot of I ways, that's what not. some of that the Spike Video Game Awards turned into, right? They had movie announcements at that. I'm fairly certain that like Austin Powers or some shit was announced at one of those back in the day. Mm. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Well, I think he's got a big, really good thing going with. It. Oh, go ahead, Zeke. Oh, anything that gets too big starts dipping its toes and like. Remember when Comic Cons were about comics? Like. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Twitch was about video games. Like anything that gets huge is going to start leaking in every aspect of everything. Mm, it's true. Bethesda was about video games. Right. <laughs> right. I remember that. Now they just make more Skyrim versions, you know, and then get Fortnite bought for like multiple game. billions of dollars. Right. <laughs> Works out. Remember when I remember Epic made game engines. <laughs> I do. I do, Rami. In, in one way or the other. Uh, that lawsuit. Getting into kind of the weeds of what's going to be there. Apparently, there's some escape from Tarkov news. Oh, uh, is there a new map coming? It says, get ready to see, uh, 22 hours ago, get ready to see something new at Summer Game Fest from B-State Games uh, during kickoff live on June 10th. So I don't know if it's Ooh. new map or news. I'm I'm excited for that. Uh, the, I am looking forward to that. Also, isn't their name like a complete misnomer? Shouldn't it just be B-State Game? Well, <laughs> semantics, you know, they're just, I'm they're just very forward looking companies. They're a forward looking company. They've got a lot of ideas. Okay. But they've got one game, but a lot of ideas at the end of the day. Um, <laughs> hopefully, hopefully it's streets news. That'd be fantastic. I, I know they've oh, been working right. on that for a while. Um, it's, it's, it, they, the little bit they've shown of it has looked super cool. Um, they also have, I think, a rework of some. They already reworked customs, and they have another rework, I think, coming. Oh, wow. so there's there's a lot of there's a lot of. I mean, they're they're a great example of like, I want it, it's technically it's early access, but at the same time, it's almost like a really well done live service, like where it's like they just they have right. a really good existing product and they just keep adding to it. Um, and the fact that they have their main community like basically total not only totally okay with but expecting and liking wipes. Like that is that bodes so well for your product when your when your community is like chomping at the bit to have all of their progress erased. <gasps> they can do it all again, right? You know, so yeah, it's it's pretty great. It's very true. It's very true. Yeah, uh, we're also going to see some uh, Evil Dead the game tomorrow. Um, that'll be there in one way or the other. Um, I think they've already confirmed some characters for that. It's it's what you would expect uh, from the <laughs> Evil Dead uh world let me see if there's what so what is this hold on before i say what this is going to be ah apparently hideo kojima might show up at a jeff keely thing at a jeff keely thing i know right (laughs) no way i don't know what that means though like are you you, hold on you guys being sarcastic or you guys i'm serious there is a no meaning no way well, oh, no, there, we're, we're saying besties. no way because it is very, it is very uh, open 
that yeah. Healy and Kojima are good friends. Yes, they, right. They are okay. very, I mean, okay. he had right. he was in yeah. this game. They they do no, things was, back and forth. I was forth. wondering They're... if they had a falling out, like you know, like yeah. no. <laughs> I, I want them to be together forever. <laughs> No, they're they're good friends. They're still Aww. dating. Yeah. <laughs> uh, although I do know the the tweet that this uh, is coming from, I'm looking at right now, is Hideo Kojima holding a summer game fest lanyard that uh, Keeley mailed out to a couple people, um, and it looks like he's in his office still, wherever that is. Um, oh, so to, might not be. He might not giving be those there. away. Keely was giving those away on Twitter too. So it yeah. makes me like more of a, it may just be more of a collector's thing you send into friends. That's what I'm thinking not. as well. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. yeah. I and mean, plus, let, let's be honest, that tweet was two days ago. Like, if that shipped right. to Japan in two days, that would honestly be impressive. So that was sent out before he tweeted those. Yep. Yep. Uh, I'm looking at more. Some of these rumors, again, he just, he, he, I'll say it. I don't think it's going to happen. Uh, rumor is that Sony is preparing God of War Ragnarok trailer for the summer event um, tomorrow, which I think that's way too early, especially given everything that uh, Corey's been stating on Twitter recently. I don't think that's going to be there at all. Sony would hype the fuck out of that and would do their own thing, most likely not give it to Keeley. So, yeah. I mean, there, 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 there is a strategic reason to give it to Keeley, but I think given everything that's happened over the past few weeks, it would be... It would be very strange for it to be there, right? right? Like, if if they if they can kick off a Keeley thing with Ragnarok out of nowhere, that would be enough conversation that everything else that gets shown is like minor details, right? Yeah, right. it will be the news, but nah, ain't happening. Yeah, um, even with an Elden Ring thing. Yeah, I think they. I think they would probably beat out. I think they would beat out Elden Ring. Like you have you have to remember, Elden Ring is mostly a meme. Like it is a game a lot of people want, but it's mostly a meme, right? Ragnarok is a thing that people like at an enormous scale want to play. So yeah, it'll be it, the headline will be uh, the headline will be uh, something like um, God of War, like Ragnarok. First footage of Ragnarok, Elden Ring was at the uh, long-awaited Elden Ring reveal. Yeah, like as the subheader, right? I I can't imagine it being the other way around. Yeah, I think it would take the headline as well um in a lot of ways it is kind of like the flagship ip at the moment for sony whereas elden ring is is i mean still massive right but it's yeah yeah it's um, a meme sure it's a meme yeah let's just let's just go with it <laughs> uh 30 games will be shown tomorrow uh it says combination of new game reveals long-weighted updates uh surprises in terms of the guest uh, we'll be there. We already mentioned the uh, the musical performances that'll occur. So it should be a uh, a good time. Uh, we'll be watching it tomorrow as a group. I think Jesse Cox is going to be joining us, and uh, we'll be starting around probably one forty five, one thirty Eastern, uh, as they will be starting at two p.m. Eastern, uh, and it's supposed to last around two hours in length. So that is uh, tomorrow, leading on into Friday, which is kind of a smaller thing uh i know we can kind of go through the schedule here while we're doing this uh co and zeke are going to be re restreaming that together uh they're getting yes. into the cock primetime hour uh as a sponsor yes. stream i'll be doing sponsored it sponsored by cock sponsored by cock. Love cock yeah oh and i big fans of cock yeah i'll oh, have the... i'll have cock revealed i'll probably have cocks plural on my stream but if you want one cock 
Zeke and Cohen. No, that is Cox. 100. We are not kidding. That is, I, it is, it is Cock Media. That is, Cock how you, media. that is how you pronounce it. It is Cock Media. Yeah. K-O-C-H Media. Yep. Yep. That's, I mean, uh, it, it's German though, right? Like it's Koch. Rami. Yeah, but we're American, Rami, so it's Koch. Yeah, it's oh, okay. Koch. Yeah, okay, sorry. We're American. Yeah, okay. Jesus fucking It must be so, come on, dude. So, uh, Rami, what are so you doing, uncomfortable man? to have like a nice, a nice like German name, like just be like Koch, and there you go, you do international media and everybody starts calling you Koch, and you're like, well, I guess... <laughs> Shada, but they named know, himself but... that Rami. <laughs> yeah. All right, we're just reading what we see here. That's on them. No, actually, uh, no. Okay, so a hundred percent real talk. I have actually heard it called like just straight up cock, like cock. Yeah, and I yeah. just did that night. Is it actually pronounced yeah. Koch? Is that what you're supposed like? Is I, that how it's actually? I pronounced? mean, Koch is how I would pronounce it in German. Oh, but... I think it yeah, is a German but... company. Okay. Yeah, I I am not sure. Okay, well, good to know. <laughs> but yeah. uh, but at the same time. <laughs> I think it's funny, so you should keep doing it. But, <laughs> well, you know, yeah. I yeah. just want to make sure while they're while they're paying me to watch it, I'm yeah, not sitting no, there like <laughs> I'm the guy that can just say cock. A Big thanks times. to Cox, uh, Cox Media for, for sponsoring the stream. Um, yeah, so you know, I'd like to pronounce it properly. Yeah, I, think, I appreciate. Well, it. I mean, I don't think they'd be that mad about. It. I mean, they're the guy. They did Saints Row, so like, yeah, that's a good point. They, they, made Saints Row. That, they like. know what the fuck they're doing, guys. <laughs> <laughs> they're not shocked that Americans call it cock media. Okay, <laughs> what was that big purple sword thing again? I don't like. It was yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, I think they also have been out there saying like what will uh be there and what will not i think they've been very vocal about that but i don't have that full list in front of me they have they've certainly been vocal about what's not going to be yeah it's like no saints yeah, row yeah, they, no yes. like I, they're I, trying to good on them they're trying to manage expectations totally. they're trying to be like look if you want to see this stuff it's not going to be there like just so you know <laughs> yeah. that's i i'm cool with companies doing that that's totally. totally fine yeah that's yeah, the way it, sure. to be honest that's the way it should be like i agree get out there let us know what's going to be shown it sets expectations it you don't have people going on Twitter and just shitting on you nonstop for not showing something. Well, dude, never forget that Xbox thing with the we'll show gameplay of AC yes. thing where it's like, it's, it's so, it's so much better to go to a, a, a con, a virtual con and know what you're getting and get it. And then just be like, Oh, it was pretty good. Or, you know, Hey, but you feel for, you feel fulfilled. You feel like you actually got something then to go to a con and with all these expectations and then just have like nearly another met, you know, you know, somebody's yeah. going to mess yeah. this up, though, right? Somebody's yeah. going to mess it up and say, like, oh, yeah, there's absolutely not going to be this game. And then they're going to show that game as a surprise. And from that point, we won't trust anybody ever again. True. Ever again. Like, True. Higher media. Fake news media. Yeah, the, I, oh, God. What? It's already happened. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. What have you done? Um, to circle back to what Rami said in the beginning, we were just talking about, like, anyone have people going on Twitter being upset? That that plays to the Twitter algorithm, al yeah, algorithm, right? Like then, cock media is everywhere. If they're complaining, <laughs> right? Then cock media takes over Twitter, one way or the other. So we'll see. That's on uh, Friday at three p.m. Eastern. There's also the Netflix Geeked Week, uh, which has I think been happening all week, um, but I guess that's going to be more game focused. Uh, as the Summer Game Fest is going to be a part of that. Uh, that's on Friday at noon Eastern, the Tribeca game spotlight at 2 p.m. Eastern, and then the IGN Expo uh, will be at 4 p.m. Eastern. Um, like I said, Deacon Co. will be doing the uh, cock primetime together. That's just a fun thing to say. I'll say that all week. 
<laughs> and then I'll be covering most of the other stuff uh, solo on uh, on JPNN. Moving into Saturday, which is kind of the first big day of um, E3, as it were, uh, this year. Um, the Gorilla Collective Day 2, uh, Gorilla Collective 2 Day 2, is going to be happening uh, that morning at 11 a.m. Me and Co. watched the Day 1 this past mm-hmm. Saturday. A lot of indie stuff. Not really any big splashes. It was cool. It was great. Lot. It was a whole lot of cool. Like okay. Like a few of those things could definitely be big. A few yeah. of those things could be a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, some very stylish, very cool things. Nothing. There were no nukes. There was no like you know you don't leave going like oh my god you know it's not like one of those types of things. But a very good. Like I'm glad they do it. I'm re- I really like the Gorilla Collective because yeah. I feel like a lot of those games would never really get out if it wasn't for something like that. Um. So yeah, looking forward to day two for sure. Yeah, well, it's... that brings that begs the question: uh, if you there were no nukes, like what would be a nuke for an indie game? Like I'm hearing trying to think, like... something, hearing an established, really cool franchise make an announcement. Like if you were watching that and they were like, "Oh, by the way, don't starve too," you know, or like something that's like a like a like a sweetheart okay, like saying. indie type of game, maybe yeah. announce something cute. Oh, Hades two yeah. is coming out, or Hades DLC, okay. or you know, Rami's like... new game shows up there, like mm-hmm. made by the Rami, right? Like that's a big deal. That, and he doesn't say anything about it before it happens. Yeah. You know, something like that. Wait yeah. a minute. Are you having a, what's Rami? Do you have a new game? Yeah, yeah. Rami, right. t- talk to us about your new game. Do we, do we leak it? Are we leaking it right now? Is it? Do, am I so, rolling the trailer? The, uh, the, uh, yeah, yeah, go ahead. World okay. premiere. <laughs> <laughs> Here's uh, Rami's new game, everyone. <laughs> oh, God. No, I dropped frame games. <laughs> Is it us? But he's making yes. a drop yeah. frames game. How does poorly manage a talk show simulator? Yeah. What is this? You know how hard you know how hard it was to get to get the voice acting for these three robots done? Like really hard. They couldn't keep straight <laughs> for like five minutes. It's the worst. Um no, but the, the thing with indie shows like this is nobody knows what's gonna be the nuke or if it's gonna be a nuke. Like yeah. sometimes people have kind of a feeling, but with indie stuff, it's just so hard to tell what's going to be the big thing and what people are going to react to. Like, we we generally don't know what's going to be what's going to be big, and we're usually all under the impression that our thing is not going to be the big thing, mm. right? Um, so I don't know, like because on the one side, like yeah, a, a, a Don't Starve Two would be huge, but a No Man's Sky came out of nowhere, right? Sure, and. You know the discussion around that. There's a lot of discussion around that, but still, that was that was a nuke. It's like we don't know. Like we'll just show a bunch of games, and if everybody comes away thinking there was a bunch of cool stuff in there, and they remember seeing it at some point, then we're happy. Yep, that's pretty it. I'm gonna preface this because I'm gonna hit a button. Don't know what's gonna happen. Could work. Could not. Kind of worked. Uh, this is what they've uh, said is gonna be there on. Uh, on Saturday, we've got uh, Akatori, uh, Arkvale, Behind the Frame, Grime, Black Book, Trash Sailors, uh, Hello Neighbor 2, Happy's Humble Burger Farm, Death Trash. That's a very good name. Oh, oh, dude, <laughs> that? that one's actually really cool. I've been death following trash? that one on Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. What, what is Death Trash? They got a great name. What's Death Trash? Death Trash is like this. It's like a pixel art adventure game, but it's in this super crazy, unique world of like just all sorts of weird. Cra- I, I bet it's a, it's a Zeke game. I'll say that it's a Zeke <laughs> okay. game. All right. Um, yeah. yeah. Like it's it looks super super cool, and the devs seem like they're very chill as well. So that's when I got my eye on for sure. Cool. Uh, Demons. Oh, Trash Sailors is like Raft, except with Don't Starve, from what I understand. For people that like those. 
Yeah, sounds great. Uh, Despot's game, Loot River. That sounds like a good fucking river. Ooh. Uh, no Longer Home, Potioncraft, <laughs> Ramen. Where are you seeing this? Uh, this is on the GorillaCollective.com site. Uh, okay. you click. I think you got to go to like day two. I'll, I'll link you here in a sec. Uh, Serial Cleaners. I can find it. I'm, I'm here. Slime Heroes, Batora Lost Haven, Blooming Business, Casino, uh, Kitsune Tells. There's actually a lot here. Venice, Unmetal, Light of the Darkness, Severed Steel, White Shadows, Wolfstride, Ghost Runner is going to show Ghost Runner. Yeah. Have you seen Have you seen huh. Severed Steel? Nope. I haven't seen any of these. The developers posted a, a tiny GIF of it, and it's um, I don't know if I can find that real quick, but they um, shout out to Unmetal. <laughs> let's see. Severed Steel. Oh, Gorn. Is no, it? I don't know if we'll see Gorn there. I think it's too early. It's a tweet on tweet on uh, June seventh called Physics, I think. Is it from their their Twitter? From their own tweet. From their own Twitter. I will pull that up right now. Yep, got it. All right. Make sure it's a short GIF. Cool. Yeah, I was making sure like DMs weren't just gonna fly open all of a sudden. Right. Yeah, it's basically hyper physics, blow lots of stuff up real fast, jump on walls, oh, kick sick. doors into enemies, slow-mo particles everywhere. That is like super hot if super hot was more okay with its that. physics. Yeah, that looks I feel cool. like that would make a super cool VR game if it goes really slow. Or Sever. you would throw up everywhere. Yeah. Sever. Speed. Well, the, the slower it goes, like that's that's the beautiful thing about VR games that are slow. Like you can you can mm-hmm. do a lot of crazy things as long as you're going slow. <laughs> like yeah, it's right. when it starts going really fast that it kind of messes with you. This this game has like wall running, like quick jumping stuff like that. Like that object that you see fly at the enemy right before, uh, right right as the gift starts. That's the door to yeah, this did room. He kicked in or something. He kicked the door. Like horizontal straight through the room. That's pretty cool. And then throws he's throwing the gun at the enemy. It's bouncing <laughs> off the wall. Then he grabs it and starts blasting. That mm-hmm. might be, that, um, okay, that's on my radar. Okay. Steel. okay, okay, that's that's pretty cool. Yeah, <laughs> that looks cool. Um, let me go back to the list here so we don't uh, forget anyone. Zeke, you said unmetal. Cool. Have you? Did we cover that? Unmetal. Unmetal is. I played a little bit of it. I played a demo of it, and it is cool in that it is a lot like Metal Metal Gear, like the original, like or not original. I don't know if it's original, whatever. But it's like I I feel asleep Metal Gear, Mm. but it's it's like a it's like a spoof parody. Uh, like it's fucking hilarious. Okay. And I really, it was, it made me laugh. It was very, very funny, very well done. You can tell the people, uh, who made the game. Love the you know the source material, cool. um, yeah. And it's just you know it's it, it it controls a lot better. I'll t- I'll say that. Like, like I remember playing the original Metal Gear on like Nintendo, and that shit was fucking awful. I hated it. Rough. Yeah. So the controls are much better, but the sense of humor in the game, if you like like uh, games like that make fun of uh, themselves or whatever, it's fucking beautiful. It's a great game. Cool. We'll see more of it uh, Saturday morning at uh, what time is it? 11 a.m. Eastern. Uh, Sable will also be there. Origami 2. Um, Zeke, you have played Origami 1. I remember you talking about this game. Um, so that's cool to see. They got a second one. King of the Hat. Neverwinter. I guess. Is that the MMO? I guess. 
Wait, what? The MMO is still going? Hold on, let me, let me, what happens when I click this? Uh, it is the MMO chat saying. It is, okay. Because they announced the Bard class, I think, for Neverwinter mm -hmm. a couple days ago. So that might be more of this. I don't know. Oh. So, I don't know. We'll have to see. Uh, that's bright and early Saturday morning at 11 a.m. Uh, 11 a.m. Eastern. We'll, we, uh, I don't think, are going to be covering that as a group. Uh, they're leading right into the Wholesome Direct, uh, which is also uh, Gorilla Collective. I don't know what that is. I've seen that. Wholesome Direct? Yeah. What What is yeah. the Wholesome Direct, Rami? Do you know what's going to be Wholesome there? Direct is a group of developers that banded together like a year or two years ago with the idea of doing... A show for games that weren't about violence or beating things up or blowing stuff up. Gotcha. Right. Oh it God, why? Wholesome <laughs> games. Um, and um, uh, honestly, it is if if you're into that aesthetic, uh, it's a really good showcase every time. They they kind of it's kind of structured like a Nintendo Direct. Um, and honestly, the the games they show there are frequently incredibly good, um, but. If you're allergic to Nintendo, you know, a lot of it hits sort of like similar notes frequently. So, well, this sure. would have been like Spirit Fair, Stardew Valley, like stuff like that, mm -hmm. right? Exactly. Yeah. Really good games, honestly. Like, genuinely uh, incredible stuff starts in the Wholesome Direct nowadays. Um, JP, can you, can you read that bottom part ones. of that? Which part? Okay, but I hate the word wholesome. Oh well, gosh, I mean, you're quite gonna... long. This is gonna this is gonna trigger some people. <laughs> so, the... What? Honestly, makes the, the short version is okay. Robin, Sorry, you want to shorten it? I can I can read this yeah, whole paragraph okay. if you like. I I... Oh, I just meant the one below it, the t the little one. Okay, uh, but okay, I hate... but I hate the word wholesome. Sure, uh, I, I can think of I think I can do that. Nope, that didn't work. Uh, there we go. Uh, it says honestly, so do we. Sometimes toxic positivity is a real problem. And lots of words and ideas like wholesome or family values have been warped into dog whistles and harmful purity test or used to dismiss serious concerns. I want to make absolutely clear that our values are diametrically opposed to these uses, and we can only hope that's reflected in our work. That was a Basically, lot of jargon. I didn't understand it. I really didn't. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I did not understand what the, what the deal with that it means. The basic version is there was a, there was a big argument in the indie scene last time they did a wholesome direct in that a lot of people felt that they were trying to own the word wholesome and trying to own the aesthetic with the direct huh. and that it was sort of to the exclusion of everybody else making games like that so there was a discussion about the word wholesome and whether somebody should own that and whether it is a bad thing to like call things wholesome so instead they put up this frequently asked questions it was okay i, I don't want i don't want to tell anybody that they're wrong but it was kind of a ridiculous uh, it was a little situation. ridiculous but you know it's fine it's important to have these discussions but can we not have them on twitter please Yes, that's probably a good call. It's probably a good call. Or 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 just anywhere. <laughs> Let's just Never. not have those discussions. Let's just let I, people call I things think, whatever they want and be good with it. I think the best place <laughs> to have that conversation is like at an E three bar on like the night of the conference while drunk. That's probably There we go. And screaming. Lots of screaming. The good news is the discussion is over. They added that to the frequently asked questions, and hopefully this time we can just watch some wholesome games in the wholesome direct. Yeah, sounds great. You know, inshallah, uh, that that'll be it. The funniest part about the wholesome direct to me is not anything having to do with the event. It's that it leads right into 
Ubisoft forward. Uh, <laughs> is that is the anti wholesome? <laughs> is that happening at 3 p.m. Eastern later on Saturday? Uh, we will be covering that. Uh, I think Jesse Cox and Dodger will both be there for that. Uh, joining me, Zeke and Co. I, it's gonna be a weird one. I, Ubisoft is, uh, you know, like it's they're in a it's a weird spot, uh, right now. Uh, not the greatest uh messaging attached to everything that ubisoft is doing and i say messaging not their own messaging let's just say they're like carrying uh, a lot of extra baggage is a lot of baggage that's a great way to yeah. say it yeah i was going to suggest similar terminology but yeah. that 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 word just saying ubisoft these days has a lot of baggage yeah which yeah. is it's you know and a lot of like i I used to always say on these shows, like, oh, yeah, I'm very excited for Ubisoft 4 because it's going to be weird, right? It's going to be that absurd one where they have some dancers come out and they're wearing, like, neon strapped to their bodies and Usher is going to be there, some some musical act or something. And now I feel like the entire tone uh, because the of fuck? the <laughs> going news. on Usher, Weezer, like... Yeah, well, that was a long time. I mean, Usher's, that was a while ago. Yeah, Usher's man. been in the yeah. game. He says Happy Christmas and Easter Xbox every every year. He's big. Oh, okay. Yeah, he does a lot for the game industry. Anyways, okay, it's gonna I be. Mean, a weird I, I I have some issues with that exact statement, but yes. <laughs> for for anyone, He's I'm around. seeing I'm seeing more. Uh, I'm seeing seeing more than a few people in chat be like, "No, what's wrong with Ubisoft? I've been paying attention." Um, the best thing we could say is probably just google it there's a lot yeah and it's a lot to unpack yeah um it has to do with like allegations and ways the company's been run and you know ways that they've tried to restructure and get around those and then the public's reaction to that and then how they reacted to the reaction it's just it's just been like this this giant chamber of not good and and really just like not great stuff are coming out of it and you know and then and then the games have just kind of been like more ubisoft and it's I, I like how I, uh, I I didn't catch your name. I think it was Sniper Name G just said Ubisoft makes the best worst games fight me. It's kind of <laughs> like yeah, they it, it's well, it's just uh, kind of a thing. Ubisoft has a formula, right? Like yeah. they if you know a Ubisoft game because you've probably played it one before and you've played them all in a lot of ways, right? Which, like honestly, it's not a bad thing. It's not a bad honestly, thing. Honestly, not a bad well, thing. No, I like. like I, the Assassin's Creed series, uh, Valhalla was great. My biggest complaint about Valhalla is there was too much Valhalla, right? Like the game right. was well, too big. So, which is the Ubisoft formula? What, yes, yeah, yeah. And they can take what they do and put like an interesting spin on it. I loved Phoenix Rising, Immortal Phoenix Rising. I thought that was a lot of fun, and that was like a new take on. Let's be blunt, kind of what they do. It's an open world adventure game. You know, it has its little objectives you accomplish over the map. It, it wasn't really deviating too much of that, but they made it fun and interesting, and I liked that one. So, and I think a lot of people did. Um, so, you know, there's, there's, there's. It's not, we're not saying like it's all bad. It's just there's just baggage. No, yeah, there's, there's right. a, yeah. not having to do with any of their actual games. There's just baggage going into yeah, the event. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that, that's not entirely well, true, obviously, sure. right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. The, the people that's that control how over. games get made, yeah, that, that affects how games get made. Right. Um, yes. The, the long and short of it is, yeah, there's a lot of baggage. And, and uh, there needs to be some serious change in how they deal with that baggage. Uh, right. For, for me to... Uh, mm -hmm. To really be excited and that makes me feel bad because i'm a game developer and a lot of the people at ubi are good people doing 
great work, like trying their best making video games. And it's really, really uh, unfair that their company name is now attached to, to that nonsense. So sure. I hope they get this sorted out soon. So um, in the past for their conferences that they've done not attached to E3, they've usually had a like Twitter statement. Granted, the the baggage around it, we keep alluding to it in such a shitty way. Um, the stuff that happened was all very fresh. And so they kind of had to make a statement around it. Do you think they say anything prior to the event this time around, or do they just try to ignore it and act like it never happened? It's interesting because the last time they used the, in the interest of time excuse, like everything was new. <laughs> yeah. so, remember that? So they were like, so they were right. like, okay, since we didn't really have time to address this properly, we're going to let's, let's be real. We're going to half-ass it by just putting something like this little thing at the very beginning. And then we're going to do our thing. Now this year, like all of this stuff's been cooking. They've had, they have plenty of time this year. So if they do try to do something like that again, I think it's going to make a lot of people very frustrated. Yeah. Um, if they try to ignore it, I think it's going to make a lot of people very frustrated. Um, it, they, they are as much showing games as they are kind of sending a message about the state of their company. True. Yeah. I mean, that, yeah. that, in a lot of ways, that's what E3 media briefings used to be, right? It was so the investors yeah. would be like, oh, okay, great. You guys are, that's exciting. It's like a little checkup. I'll continue a to invest. A little PR checkup. Yep. <laughs> yeah. The, yeah. Uh, the, the honest two plays Probably that they it, have yeah. from a, yeah, from a marketing perspective, the, the two plays that they have is either don't say anything about it or only speak about how you make things better without mentioning what was wrong. Sure. Yeah. Right. Those are really their two options. Anything else is a trash fire waiting to happen. Yeah. From PR perspective. So yeah, I, ignore, like Co is saying, ignore is the most obvious play. But I, um, I definitely think the people that they have chosen, at least in their most recent stuff, to speak is not the norm. Uh, that you have seen from a Ubisoft thing. So they they are trying in that regard uh, for whatever that's worth. But yeah, uh, they've also kind of been out there and, and are setting expectations on uh, what you can expect to see updates on, including uh, For Honor, Trackmania, The Crew 2, Brawlhalla, Watch Dogs Legions, and more uh, from the teams at Ubisoft. Um, they also have uh, spoken about uh, the upcoming title, formerly known as Rainbow Six Quarantine, which they had to rename for uh, obvious reasons. Uh, 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 <laughs> this is the first time hearing this. Yeah, yeah. That, that is great. that is now called uh, Rainbow Six Quarantine. Still in my mind. What, uh, what is that? Uh, Rainbow Six Quarantine Nineteen. What is it? Fuck. What is it called? I forgot what. Like, extraction. I know. Rainbow yep. Six Extraction. Oh, extraction. Yes. Uh, and they've they've put out some uh, some different trailers, kind of showing that They're stuff. Yeah. Did you know there was a game engine called Corona SDK? They didn't have a good time. Yeah, I bet not. I mean, the, no. how's the beer doing? I haven't even like looked at uh, how they're doing if we're talking about unfortunately named things. Yeah, it's you know, beer. So, thing... I mean, you generally get it for Corona. That's so, true. I mean, it's. Yeah. I think it's doing okay. It probably is fine. It probably is fine. Really, the, the only thing I want from Ubisoft is I want a new Starlink game. That's it. I really like Starlink Battle, I remember Battle Starlink. for Atlas or something. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. that was surprisingly good and i really enjoyed that yeah uh i mean they have a lot of stuff and they have a lot of ip that that is exciting like rayman we haven't seen anything really new from that um those games were great uh like the xbox 360 60 and ps3 era um so maybe some more of that there's always the uh 
the one more thing, uh, aka Beyond Good and Evil Two uh, for Ubisoft. We'll see if that shows back up uh, and makes DJ Weed happy. Um, they've got. Gonna, what was that? They're, they're going to announce that George R. R. Martin is writing it, and we got to wait another twenty years. Sure. Yeah, I'm up for great. it. Be great. Uh, they're also uh, producing still their uh, their Mythic Quest series uh, on Apple TV. Um, I think that's getting to season two, so we'll probably see that. There's also a movie called Werewolves Within, which I guess they're making. I've not heard of that at all. Um, and then, of course, Far Cry 6, uh, which we saw some. They had like a stream for that, which we already referenced uh, two weeks ago, a week ago, something like that. Um, so we'll probably see a little bit more of that. Um, but yeah, that's, I don't the know. Non, that's, that's a non-political one, right? Far Cry 6. Yeah, that's not political. <laughs> okay. 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 Good. Good. No. Well, I mean, it's, it's, you know, it's political, but we're, uh, we don't really know I, how to talk about this. Uh, I feel so bad. I feel so bad for whoever has to be the face of those games. You yeah. go into a briefing, it's like, okay, so we have a game about guerrilla warfare, right? About people rising up against like an overwhelming power. It's a little bit about economy. It's a little bit about like, so anyway, when they ask if it's about politics, just say no. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, so what's the main character's name? Oh, we just, you know, we just called a Bolsonaro. I don't know. It didn't pull that out of our (laughs) hat. Yeah. Just, you know, it, that, (laughs) where it is. Oh, it's called Facil. Yeah. It's interesting. The name we made up. It's Cuba with a K, uh, actually. (laughs) Uh, Funny enough. (laughs) So. No, I think they they picked the. I mean, does anyone hate Gustavo Fring? Does no, hate Gus Fring? he's great. Like, he's a great. He's like, fantastic. He's, he, he'll weather the storm. He'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. He's. I do wonder what that conversation. I wonder if. I mean, I'm sure someone had to go to him, right, and be like, "All right, they're if you talk, they're probably going to ask if this is political and just say it's not." And like he, he did prob- eventually come out and say that it is well yeah, i know he did now they have since come out and say it but i wonder how much yeah, of his was- conversation was just like wait this game's not political <laughs> what are you fucking he just, he just grabs the whiteboard with like a big word political as like that they have at the start the start of the design process it kind of kind of is yeah. no it, yeah that's gotta be hard though to hear that like that because yeah. i've never had that experience as an indie Right. right. If I want to say something, you just say I it. just say the thing. Yeah, uh, yeah nice no, try, I, Rami. I played Nuclear Throne. Yeah, yeah, I saw right. the themes. Okay. Right. Yeah, I mean, okay. Again, it, that game had no politics in it, like none whatsoever. It was definitely not was definitely not a statement against like a whole bunch but of stuff. But have you? It's very well, anti. It gets, it gets weirder, Co. If you ever played Nuclear Throne and put on uh, Dark Side of the Moon, like while you're playing it, backwards, backwards, backwards. Yeah, it backwards. fucking syncs up. It is crazy, perfectly. Yeah, it's really weird. Yeah, <laughs> took a lot of work. Do you think at the beginning of, of the game it'll have like any similarities between this and the real world are purely coincidental? Winky face. <laughs> I, yeah, I, would the, pay, the, I would pay for that mod the character like looks back and winks at the camera <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah so that's uh, uh let's see we saw ford uh we'll see uh the next showcase after that is an hour and a half so i don't know how long they're actually gonna show uh footage. real quick before we move on yeah real talk are we looking forward to any like bombshells at ubisoft i don't uh, not 
I don't know. Cause like, I think they're going to show some DLC, which I think is also leaked out there for, uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Um, I think it's set in Paris, um, is where that's going to be. Um, they also came out and said that Prince of, they actually had all of their brands on Twitter saying like, we will not be there. Prince of Persia was one of those brands. Uh, the division is one of those brands. Um, I in the sky dream big. No, nothing's off limits. Let's go South Park. Could do another <laughs> South Park. Yeah, I, I, I don't. I think that second one did well. Uh, oh, okay. Sales wise, sales wise. I'm trying to, I'm trying to think in terms of studios. Like which, I think most well, of their studios are occupied, right? They've got a Star Wars game that uh, they have talked about having a Star Wars game, which I don't think we know a single thing on. So maybe we get that Coder remake. Is it? No, I don't think so. I think it is okay. open world. What, what have they said about that? Let me. Because they've said some things. Uh, it says Ubisoft and Lucas Games announced new story-driven Star Wars game, uh, which is what Massive hmm. Entertainment uh, is working on currently. Oh, dude, I, I'm always down for open world Star Wars anything. Like, that's that'd be really cool. Can anybody let Amy Hennig finish a game? <laughs> no please no please. absolutely not it's like the absolutely like, not jade and her, amy yeah, her just and let jade, them finish video games. never just please let them finish a video game look those those unfortunately they just get hired and then scrapped Fuck. a year or three afterwards and that's it unfortunately it's just how do you spell that last name on which Hennig. yeah Hennig. h-e-n-n-i-g yeah. okay okay so yeah, we we could see some uh, some Star Wars stuff um, about that. That was announced uh, January thirteenth of this year. So they've had five months to name it, six months to name it, work out what the fuck that game actually is. Apart from being story driven, because I don't what's a Star Wars game that's not story driven? Uh, that's kind of a weird way to phrase that, but whatever. Uh, <laughs> I guess it makes sense. Card games aren't story driven, right? Um, yeah. Yeah. So that could uh, that could show up. Um, a Assassin's Creed VR and Splinter Cell VR have Ubisoft job listings uh, in the world of rumors. So maybe some VR I mean, stuff. Are, are those rumor job listings or are they job well, listings? Sorry, they're, and... they're job listings that lead to the idea of those being proper games. Okay. That's the, okay. the thing. I can, I can see that they've been starting to talk a little bit about... I've seen conversation around Splinter Cell lately, which yeah. surprised me. But like, somehow there is, you know, that's not a series anybody would bring up or talk about unless there was something to mention. Well, it's, I, feel. I don't like, I think, I don't know who it was uh, on Twitter that I read, but I could not agree more with their statement. And it was something along the lines of like, stop fucking putting Splinter Cell shit in another game and just make a Splinter Cell game. Make Splinter Cell game. Like, yeah. everyone wants a Splinter Cell game. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that IP. It's not tarnished. People love Splinter Cell. Um, so I don't know why they just don't do that. Um, I, I can see it. It's it's kind of an IP that needs uh, a reinvention. A refresh. To, to work. Yeah, yeah it, needs, it needs a reinvention to work. But we're now in, like, ray tracing era. Right. Like, like, come on. Like, if there's any series that really needs that, it's Splinter Cell. Like, it's a light and shadow game. Like, yo, Yubi, like, 
I'll do it. Like, just ping me. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, who is this? The Video Game uh, Chronicle, just to give them uh, a source and also put the onus on them, not us. Uh, have said that a new Ubisoft multiplayer PvP uh, title codenamed Battle Cat uh, has apparently leaked on social media. Uh, Battle Cat combines the Splinter Cell, Ghost Recon, Breakpoint, and Division games into a single Tom Clancy multiplayer title. The leaked images show Splinter Cell's Echelon as playable characters, as well as Breakpoint's Wolves and the Division's Cleaners and Outcast. Uh, each character each character class has its own unique ability. The images claim, such as Echelon's uh, Radar Stealth and Wolves' additional armor, as well as an ultimate ability, such as Outcast's Divine Intervention. intervention uh, which, ability? Yeah, which stops nearby allies dying for a limited time. The leak describes two game modes, Escort, which requires attackers to escort a package to a delivery zone with defenders out to stop it, and Ringleader, a mode which has players fighting to collect rings from fallen opponents. Ubisoft previously combined its Tom Clancy's properties uh, with mobile games Elite Squad, a free-to-play RPG shooter uh, released in the last year. Uh, and yeah. Ubisoft also said recently it's planning to release high-quality free-to-play games across all of our biggest franchises across all platforms. Um, right. So that kind of like I mean, all meets to maybe this is a real thing, potentially. About the game, just make another Splinter Cell game. Yeah, I'm, no, I'm right there with you. But yeah, the that sounded thing, yeah, pretty not good, yeah. um, to put it bluntly. I, that, yeah. 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 It, it's it sounds like a video game like like it there, there's not much more to say like I don't, it doesn't evoke any feeling or excitement maybe when the trader drops right like maybe when we see it we go like oh okay i guess right uh, but that, that that will be our actual response yeah I don't know, we'll see i i don't feel right. like 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 splinter cell and ultimate ability should ever be in the same description yeah like that just doesn't seem that just doesn't seem right so that doesn't like yeah, the ultimate oh, yeah, ability for right. Sam Fisher is just McCree's ultimate from Overwatch, right? Like, that was literally a <laughs> gameplay element in the original Splinter Cell series. So, yeah. It's, um, yeah. Yeah, the free to play thing makes sense. And I think we're just going to keep seeing that across the industry. Like, that, that's it. Like, we're, this is happening. We can be upset about it. But, like, stuff sells. And even though you can say, don't you all have phones? Like, People will rip you a new one for like what a year and a half straight. They're still playing the game in the end, so like still makes money. seventy or what? What was it? Sixty percent of the earnings of the entire game industry, or some some absurd amount when it comes to mobile games. It's an absurd amount, yeah. like free to play microtransactions, season DLCs, maybe, uh, battle passes. Maybe it was seventy billion, not seventy percent of the that's still like 50 percent of our yeah no it's absurd it's we could we talk about that a lot on the show of of how absurd even though none of us play mobile games we know how absurd they are uh just dance 2022 will probably show up there um and then that writer's republic game that they showed i think last year um will also be there which is like a extreme sports game uh i i I like those yeah, I I was never I mean, really like, big when they showed it. So, do you mean extreme sports as in sports that we consider extreme, or do you mean extreme sports as in sports that are normally not extreme made extreme? A little bit of column A, a little bit of column B. Because <laughs> uh, I really like the second category. Here's the trailer. 
Oh, it's just steep too. Yeah, yeah. This is definitely an extension of steep. Um, I mean, I, I like steep. This this is what they showed uh, the first time this game was showed. Oh my god! It's this. Wait, we're still at Yubi? Yeah. So they're pulling. They're pulling at the crew to the crew two, but with steep. Yeah. That's it's a, literally the same. That's it's, it's copy paste. It's like okay, so let's do the same thing, but let's add some different vehicles to it. That's a good way to put it, for sure. Okay. Yeah. So we'll probably see what this game actually is, rather than you know more of this. Did you play? Did you play Ski Sniper? I don't. I don't believe so. No. <laughs> it's great. You should play it. You should actually. Is, there's nothing to do. You should, there's nothing to do. Find a find a trailer for like five seconds. Okay. All right. The short. It's the shortest pitch for a video game that I can ever that I can that I can tell you about. Let's take a look. The ski jumping made me think of it. Ski sniper. Ski uh, sniper. On Switch. No, it's on PC. Uh, we are completely uh, grabbing someone else's gameplay, but fair use and shit, right? Uh, here's Ski Sniper. Wait, what? <laughs> I think I saw the end <laughs> before seeing the beginning here. Uh, here we go. Here comes the video game. You ready? This is like the biathlon, but if you did verses, it's great. What? The f- okay. All right. They played Sniper Elite 2 and uh, put the bullet shit in there. That's awesome. And you just, great. Why haven't I heard know. this game? This game seems you fantastic. Know someone was like, and then they rate how far the body falls in distance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. What were we saying, Zeke? That'd be cool. Watch that. Watch the the Winter Olympics. If you could shoot those guys, that'd be fucking cool. Uh, Does this fall under uh, the wholesome games category? (laughs) Would that show up on there? I think this is more a guerrilla collective kind of thing. Ah, okay. All right. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. What an absurd game. I love it. I have no idea how it happened. But... Depending on, like, Ooh, it's a cool idea. Don't, oh, get me, don't get me wrong. Uh, yeah. that's, a, that's a very cool idea, but is it just that? Like, I want more depth. Oh. I want to shoot every Winter Olympic game. I think it's just Like, that. I want to shoot the fucking curlers. I want to you... shoot the slalom, you know? <laughs> the curlers. Oh, my fucking God. duo ice dancing. Like, I want all of them to be shoot. Like, I, could, I want to be able to shoot all of them. Wow. This is, it's, it's, <laughs> you, can, you can shoot from different places, and the hardest level is when you're in the ski lift. Yeah. So you're actually in the ski lift moving. Oh, moving. It's you, a moving shot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But beyond that, it's nothing. No, it's just this. It's a joke game executed very well. Yeah. Uh, it's really fun for like 15 minutes. I would love totally to see uh, love <laughs> to see that at Ubisoft Forward uh, Saturday at 3 p.m. Eastern. That'd be a that'd be great. That'd be great. Writers Republic gets yeah. a new update. <laughs> They've got a new it's mode. Actually, <laughs> it's, it's ski a, shooter. <laughs> it's actually part of Far Cry 6 now. Yes. Yeah. Incredible. Incredible. Uh, after Ubisoft Forward is, we used to kind of joke that these aren't conferences, but. The one that they did prior to this had a lot of great games in it. It's the Devolver Digital thing. 
Um, and it looks like they are back in full force. Do you have a time for that? Yeah, 4.30 Eastern on Saturday um, is when that'll be Saturday. happening. Yep. That is a part of Summer Game Fest. Um, I don't know if they have said what will be there. I know that uh, Nina tweeted out that she was going to be there. Um, or Devolver tweeted out that Nina was going to be there. Um, let me see if they've shown... Okay, so Phantom Abyss will probably be there. Um, that was actually... I think Lyric was doing some uh, sponsored streams for that. Um, yep. Looks pretty cool. Looks like Indiana Jones roguelike multiplayer uh, with a twist that once the dungeon has been traversed, it is gone forever type deal, um, which is a cool idea. So that'll probably show up. Um, trying to see Demon Throttle is, I guess, a thing. Devolver Digital, of course, doing what they always do. Uh, getting Wario64 to tweet it out with the tweet saying, Devolver accidentally faxed me this image with the file name. Um, Physicalonlygames.srg and begged me not to tweet it. Hashtag sponsored leak. Uh, and tweeted the image. So there you go. Uh, and now they're saying monetize. Uh, the tagline for the event is monetization as a service is the future, and that future's future is Devolver Max Pass Plus. Nice. Going after season passes. Yep. Uh, tune in. Uh, there we go. Tune in for new games from Flying Wild Hog, Galvanic Games, and Doinksoft, and more. What a great company. Doinksoft. That's a 10 out of 10. Uh, also, we'll get release yeah. dates for Phantom Abyss and Death's Door. Uh, do not tune in. If you hate our videos, you're under no obligation to watch. So there you go. That'll be on slash Twitch gaming uh, at the time. It's like the disclaimer for my stream. <laughs> <laughs> like, why are you watching this if you hate it so much? Yeah, yeah, that's a doozy. <clears throat> uh, they're very good at their job. They know what they're doing. Yeah, they know exactly what they're doing. And they do it well, without question. Um, Gearbox Entertainment, I guess, is showing some stuff at 5 p.m. Eastern, 30 minutes after that. So people will probably just continue watching Devolver uh, <laughs> and watch whatever the trailers are out of that. Uh, and then Game Beat Session, uh, another thing which I'm not familiar with, uh, is doing something later that night at 5.40. And then we move on to Sunday, which is kind of the big crazy day. Uh, if Saturday was not the big crazy day, Sunday is the big crazy day. Um, as we are starting off with the Xbox and Bethesda, a phrase I can't believe I'm reading, game showcase, as they have combined, because obviously Xbox bought Bethesda. That's happening at 1 p.m. Eastern, probably the biggest uh, showcase of the weekend, arguably. Uh, a lot of crazy stuff could be here. A lot of crazy stuff. Um, Halo it's Infinite. Honestly... Yeah, go they, go ahead, Rami. They they know how big it is because they named it that way, right? Right. Like it's not the Xbox show. Like they know they know they got something. Yeah. Like, I'm excited to see what something is in this case. Yeah, uh, I mean they, they they also have a lot to like. They got a lot of they they have to do a lot here in a lot of ways, right? People weren't so happy with how Halo Infinite showed the last time it showed. That game's gonna ship this year. So they got to show something where people are like, all right, yeah, I'm in, I'm back in on Halo. I want to play that. Um, Starfield. Yeah, Starfield. No like, I, I think there. people are expecting oh, yeah. Starfield. Yeah, yep. that's another, that's probably the big thing, I would think. Um, and everything kind of points to it being there. Um, 
and and also the things around Starfield uh, are also like giant news. The idea that Starfield uh, will most likely be Xbox exclusive and will most likely be a game uh, or a day one Game Pass game. Um, that that in its own is like that's a whole new story on its own. It's just the idea that those two things exist, um, let alone whatever footage or they say about this. So we'll see how it goes. Um, I don't, I like. Oh, what's that? What? Somebody was spamming something in my chat Uh and I apparently missed this story from seven days ago. About? Have you heard of Omen? No. Arcane, the makers of Dishonored are apparently making a Mm -hmm. new vampire themed immersive sim. Oh, wait, what is immersive? Oh, so like a... It's probably like Dishonored. Yeah. Uh... (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh... Are you looking at the gamingbolt.com story? Games Radar. Okay. Yeah, it looks like it was kind of all over the place then. Uh, The rumor originated on Reset Error and has since been shared on Twitter by a handful of different uh, things. Arcane Austin's new IP is apparently called Omen, uh, or that's its working title, and has vampires. Um, game apparently has a Ooh. spring 2022 target launch window and will be allegedly re, uh, allegedly be revealed at E3. Okay, here's the dream. Here's the dream. Omen is not new. Uh-oh. And they found a new home for the Bloodlines 2 IP. <laughs> I, uh, I would love to see Arcane. Don't say it too loud, co won't happen. I know. <laughs> say it too loud. Here goes co-hoping again. You guys, That's you guys right. are the oh. the fans of that. Is it more exciting if there's a new vampire IP or if it's on the if it's the vampire bloodlines masquerade? IP? Bloodline. Well, the, the thing is, is I mean, bloodlines was such an iconic mm. classic, yeah. And, and I think everyone wants to see every, all the fans of the original want to see like a a real well made sequel. And ever since they literally pulled the plug on hard suit what was it hard suit labs i think was the name yeah they were just like yeah these guys screwed up too much and we're not gonna make this anymore essentially um that's i i think everyone is the the project is so like amorphous right now yeah it's so yeah like nobody knows if it's it's even gonna be made so i think if if uh if an announcement were to come out saying like we found a new home for this ip in a reputable studio i think that make a lot of people a lot happier Mm. um because i think people are potentially being realistic and expecting we may never hear from that IP again. Like we, we realistically could never hear from that franchise again. Sure. Um, which sucks. I mean, but. it would be wild for arcane to take on another IP and another team's IP though. Like it's a very like our shit kind of studio, isn't it? That's true. Especially with them, you know, working on death loop right now and probably wanting to keep as much focus on that as they can. Yeah. yeah. I know, like, it, cool. it is. Death is loop it? is looking great. Right. Uh, for, for 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 the record, an immersive sim is just a, a a simulation where player choice is sort of like central, right? Like everything from Deus Ex to oh, okay, Dishonored. Um, but um, that's what they're good at, honestly. That's 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 what Arcane does. So pl- if they say we have a new thing in a new setting, I don't care whether it's vampires, the space station. I, I literally don't care. I, arcane games, I am in. Like, I'm yep. always in. Even yeah. if they're jan- janky as hell sometimes. Like, I'm in. Dude, hashtag give us Prey 2. Oh, my <laughs> lord, man. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. 
Um, <laughs> vampires in space. Yes. Oh, both. Yes. Awesome. <laughs> Let's go. Vampires in space. I'm into it. I'm into it. Yeah, there's been a lot of uh, news around the Xbox and Bethesda conference. There's been rumors and leaks and all that stuff. Um, I'll kind of peruse through them. Um, people are saying uh, Forza Horizon 5 will be in Mexico, um, which will be announced, uh, which, you know, cool. I'd like give me some more. I hope they lead in, lean into the um, absurdity of uh, what Horizon has done with like the Hot Wheels uh, DLC um, recently, because that that was definitely a great part of that game. Uh, also, they lean out of the like bro car culture. driving festival. Yeah, that, thing. the festival thing is a little weird. Yeah, yeah the Horizon Festival stuff's a little strange. Uh, where is this sourced at? Uh, WindowsCentral.com is reporting that IO Interactive, uh, the makers of Hitman, may be working with Xbox on an exclusive fan- fantasy RPG codenamed Project Dragon. Um, and that could show up this week. And, um, I'm trying to see where this actually like comes from. Project Dragon? Really? Eh. I mean, better than Dargan. It is better than Dargan. That's true. It's <laughs> true. We really need to get better at working project names. Um, before yeah. I say this and make Co squirm in his chair, I'm trying to see where this actually originates from. <laughs> uh, stand by. Hold on. Enter- Rami, say something insightful. Hi. Uh, we really need to get better at coming up with temporary game titles. Seriously, like we're I, I, every project I work on, <laughs> every project I work on, there's like a six month discussion about what the work in progress title is, and then we get to having to name the real game, and we all got used to the stupid name we had as a work in progress title, and then we launch with that one. Oh, very, very frustrating. Um, but yeah, there's not much to cool. say about this. What? I have a question related to that. Why are there so many games that come out that I think I know the re- I might know the reason, but they sound the titles sound like just offshoots of like there's battle and everything, there's dark and everything, there's blah blah blah. You know, like why is that? Is it just because they want the marketing from like a game that sounds similar to work for them or market research? It's yeah. that's market okay. research. Like a lot of that yeah. is just not with indies. Indies don't know what the hell they're doing, and that's like wonderful. But uh, for for a lot of uh, for a lot of AAA, the amount of data they have on everything is absurd. Like a lot of these decisions get made with like seventy graphs of like user personas and like uh, existing names and like uh, uh, you know uh, research into like uh, what do you call it. A research into what people think of certain names like there, there's just so much sure there's so much like nobody just sits I'm, down and goes like ezekiel the third and then goes okay that, that's zeke i'm zeke <laughs> it doesn't happen aren't they afraid of getting getting lost in the shuffle like like my name no, is the- called my my game is called dark battle legends <laughs> and when you uh, when you look it up, you might find me, but you might find like all these other different games with those buzzwords or keywords in them. Right. Well, the the hope with that is just if you own a name hard enough that it goes, it, it filters to the top. But yeah. like the reality is, like Escape from Tarkov is a shit name. 
Let's be honest. Okay. Like, that's a ridiculous name. It's not a. It's not. It's the only reason it is now a good name is because it is now a good name, right? Sure. Like a lot of naming is just you make up stuff and then like Apple. What the fuck is Apple? Nike. Like <laughs> a lot. A, a lot a lot of those names for the bigger games are are made are precision shots like they know exactly what it's going to do how it's going to work how it's going to land they research that kind of stuff and the project titles are usually from the design team so we just go like eh, it has a dragon yeah yep. right yep. hey look my my new dungeon themed survival simulator based on dogs called barkus bungeon was a game that took me a lot of time <laughs> to come up with okay that's so. genuinely a good name i want to play that some of the best indie Sundays <clears throat> that I've ever had, little game sections, was shortly after Death Stranding came out because there were a lot of games with Death and Stranding in them that were kind of like shitty copies or trying to be whatever. And wow, keep them coming. Like, I hope <laughs> that shit keeps, I hope that's a trend that keeps happening. Listen, in chat, people are saying Nike is not that bad of an example because it's the name of the, the, the goddess, goddess of victory. Yeah. That's a ridiculous idea. That doesn't make sense. It only makes sense because it's popular now. If you got to anything and they're like, we're gonna name our we're gonna name our thing like, I don't know, like after some Greek goddess of something, nobody would go like, Oh, that's a great idea. Everybody will immediately think of the goddess like great idea. Yeah, I it's, mean, it's, it's, no, it's silly. Like, like Hades, what a stupid name. You know what a what a bad name for a game there, right? Like it would be terrible. Hades Hades does that thing where it has it has that thing where it's a two syllable word that ends on a strong sound, and that's actually a pretty popular like choice for indie game things. Uh, Flambeer was actually written very similarly when we were mouthing it. You literally sit when you're coming up with names. You literally sit there saying words for hours until you find something that's like nice to say flambeer was nice to say uh, hades That's, is nice sorry. to say someone in my sorry. chat go ahead oh god someone in my chat goes hades nuts <laughs> which which let's be real that's actually the real reason that the game was titled oh that. Um, they needed a proper setup for the conventions they were going to and they said you know if we were to take these nuts what could we put in front of that to potentially convey how we feel about the, the oh current game God. development as a whole. <laughs> and I, I, um, I just, the rest is history. It, it's just unprompted. That's what that guy decided to type in chat, and it was a winner. I mean, that's a, that's yep. what you you hope. You know, you wake up every morning and turn on the stream, and you just hope to see one of those, <laughs> right? Let, once a year. That's all you want right there. <laughs> Man, that's real dumb. I don't even think you need to stream the rest of the year. I think, <laughs> I, done. I think I'm done. I think Chad I think that might be is, dropped frames. 2021, yeah. last episode right here. I think we're good. I think Rami, we're good. <clears throat> I gotta like I gotta bring this up because that is the way the what you just said is how my dad came up with his kids' names, and I got to witness it uh because uh, my brother, my youngest brother is 12 years younger than me. So I got to see him walk around the house and go. Alex, Alexis, and this is before Alexa was there. Alexis, Lexi, Ty, Tyler, Tyson, Tyson. And he would just like walk around the house, like while uh, my stepmom was pregnant, just saying names and seeing what, like, what he liked to say. And that's how they fucking settled on all of our names. It's true. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> it's like, and my brother's name is now Aloysius. And my, <laughs> my older brother is now Phenetoplane. Hmm. Yep. Ah, yes. This is my brother Limit. Limit. <laughs> Limit. Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah. I'll, I'll say what I was going to say earlier, because uh, I went and found the full thing. Uh, I'll just say this. You guys are grasping in this one, in my opinion. Um, there might be a new Fallout game <clears throat> announced, uh, according to a quote that came from a Xbox executive uh, that said as such, I'll read the quote, and then I'll explain why people think this means that there's going to be another Fallout game. Uh, they were talking about Game Pass. Uh, and the quote is, 55% of those surveyed said that the main reason they joined Game Pass is to get new games that release, that day one content. That's why we make investments the way we have. We have 23 studios across Xbox and Bethesda working on Halo, Forza, Fallout, and a new IP that we haven't even talked about yet that is going to blow your mind. We can deliver all that into the Game Pass on day one. They probably meant 76. They're still working on 76. Okay. Yeah, I do. All right. And here's the thing. Here's the thing. Not only do they have Starfield which is their next baby, but then they have ES6. Right. So they it's already got in some hot water for teasing ES6 as early as they did. They haven't even started to hype ES6 yet. Right. Because since they want everything, they want all eyes in Starfield. And, and besides, you know, I hate to say it, but we live in the day and age right now where a new Fallout game doesn't excite me anymore because it's going to be like, fallout blades or it's gonna be like you know <laughs> fallout shelter three you know right. like it 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 like you know fallout 77 um i mean it's gonna it's gonna take some work to get that back and and here's the thing i'm really hoping that starfield is really good i'm really hoping that now that microsoft is there that they can focus less on making money and more on delivering quality content and we get a good starfield and then and this is me hoping again let me say it right now then we get a good es6 and then all of a sudden it's like, whoa, maybe Microsoft is kind of helping. And then maybe we can get excited when they announce the next Fallout game after ES6. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's like at this point, they're in a deficit. And they're still in a deficit. And they have to they have to catch up before they start trying to get ahead of the game. You're not wrong. I, I agree with everything uh, you said. And I, I think Bethesda would too. Um, the the only thing that would really excite me is if they announced that Obsidian was going to start working on a new Fallout game. If they right. were to if they were to bust something like that out. They just handed it like, off. Oh, yeah. hey, by the way, while Bethesda's working on Starfield and Elder Scrolls, since we own both the companies now, we're going to let Obsidian work on a vowed and an unreleased Fallout game, something that's going to come to the future. Like, they can do that now. They can yeah. do that now. It's all in the same umbrella. So that's the kind of thing that would get me actually excited for Fallout again. For sure. And, and I think the, I, hate, actual... I hate to say it. I think I speak for a lot of Fallout fans. Yeah. No. I mean, Chad. Chad is in agreement with that. What were we gonna say, Rami? I mean, strategy-wise, what Co said also makes a lot of sense. Like in terms of IP fatigue, and like that—that's what I would do if I was them. But the, yeah. like the chance—the chance of Microsoft going like, oh, since we now sometimes might release games on Switch or something, maybe Fallout is coming to Switch is much bigger than you know anything else. So. Right. Right. Uh, you all have mobile phones, right? <clears throat> we do. We do. Uh, not necessarily uh, new game news, uh, but uh, at least new game on the platform. Uh, there was a leak in Xbox uh, or in Korea when Persona 5 Royale <laughs> was raided for the Xbox. So a lot of people think that it is coming to Xbox and that's going to be either an announcement in itself or like tied to a Game Pass <laughs> montage or something like that. Uh, which have I they, think a lot of people would be excited for. 
Have they ever ported a Persona to Xbox? Like any of them? I don't I think, think so. Switch, there's now a Switch, uh, but it, it, before that, it was PlayStation only, as far as I know. Okay. Also, chat saying that was now debunked. So there you go. Oh, um, you're bad. Yeah. Um, see, but this is perfect because now they've they've set it up so you'll never see it coming. You know, I counter your audio, Zeke, with my audio. You never see it come back. Yeah. Oh. Up. Yeah. Pretty good. Pretty good. Good. It's pretty good. That made me happy. Yeah. No, that's a. <laughs> that actually makes good, me happy. Good dopamine hit there. Honestly, strike, Strikers doing the soundtrack again, but like harder, was the best thing. Oh, oh. yeah. God. That was the best part of the game. Oh, cool. yes. The mute. Oh, it was so good. Whatever that song picked up. It yeah. was so yeah. good. Yeah. It was so what good. What a good video game. It was great. It was great. I actually finished that game. I'm so excited to play it in. Oh, you should finish it. November, game. December. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yes. Looking forward to hearing your thoughts on that, man. It's very good. Has the best <laughs> character in Persona royal. Five, at least. But I've heard. yeah, you should start again. You should also start Royal. This is all yes mm-hmm. uh, to all of these statements. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I, I mean, it's one of those things where I think like Halo is going to dominate it. I think if Starfield mm-hmm. is shown, that's going to dominate it. I think you'll get the the Xbox tried and true games, the Forzas. Uh, you know, I don't think gears is going to be anything. Um, at least I, I think they came out and said that they are shifting the company to a new engine and to not expect anything from them a couple months back. Um, so we probably won't get anything from there. Uh, maybe some age of empire stuff. Cause they've got a new age of empires coming down the line. I think a nine will be thrilled. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And it, it also, it looks very good, um, from the stuff that they've shown it's 90 oh. minutes as well is the full conference so somebody asking a question in my chat uh any new stuff from it you know i don't know um maybe some and also Doom? is bethesda gonna keep like how how is bethesda publishing gonna work now because you know, that's good bethesda question. publishing is honestly one of the best things bethesda's been doing for years now so it's like is microsoft gonna is bethesda gonna retain its its kind of like singularity as a publisher while under the Microsoft umbrella, or is Microsoft going to start publishing like in stuff? Like, I wonder if we'll get indirect answers about that. By my, just that's, that's, actions that they say on stage, right? Because that's what we haven't seen. Like a good, a we haven't seen. Wasn't there a Wolfenstein game teased for a while that was supposed to be post the the chick duo? There was. A, I think it was something different. I. Maybe, maybe I don't know. Wolfenstein is a huh. big IP for Bethesda, and, and uh, is that Machine Head? What? Who are the devs behind that? Machine something. Yeah, machine, right. Yeah, machine something. Machine yeah. Head Games, maybe. Machine Games. Machine Games. I think it may just be Machine Games. Okay. Yeah, machine, just, oh, someone said Machine Head. Yeah. Oh, Machine's making the, that Indiana Jones game. That's right. There's there's that Indiana Jones thing that that came out for a little bit, right? Have oh. You heard about hints of. Yeah, right? you're right. Maybe maybe that. Yeah. Maybe we see some of that. We see what that is. Um, Fable. Hear more stuff about Fable. Wasn't Perfect Dark a thing? 
from the initiative. Yeah, Perfect Dark is a thing. Yeah, yeah, Perfect Dark is a thing. They got a lot they can talk about <laughs> at this conference. Holy it's shit, weird. dude! Yeah, is it only going to be an hour? It's ninety minutes. Like ninety minutes. Yeah. It, it, it's kind of a thing now. Microsoft has bought like seventy-five percent of the games industry. <laughs> like, it, they, have, they they have a lot to talk about. It's ridiculous. Hey, Fable as well. Oh, st- dude, Stalker Two info. Since they announced it's going to be Game Pass stuff, and we the last thing we saw from there uh, was looking pretty good. The fact that that's going to be a day one Game Pass is good because that makes me think that Microsoft is going to like make sure that game is at least like something. You know, they're not gonna. It's not going to be like a buggy mess if they're like promoting it as a Game Pass, like a big thing on that. So yeah. Hopefully, hopefully that'll be something big. Um, which 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 game are they going to go hardest on? Y'all think Halo? Is it going to be Halo? Halo and Starfield, I uh, think, are the flagships. I think you kind of nailed something earlier, though, when you talked about how they kind of have some ground to make up with Halo. Because they're you're right. I mean, even people that I knew were Halo fans were like, "That looks kind of boring." Yeah, like they they just weren't impressed. So totally, I, I don't know if they'll really want to spend a lot of time trying to gain ground instead of build hype you know what i mean mm-hmm. like yeah. it, it makes me wonder if they want to put like their best foot forward kind of thing yeah um, yeah yeah I, I don't i don't know what they show for i'm trying to imagine like what do you show for halo i think when people play halo it what they showed was what you should show it just didn't come across that well and so maybe they go from like the multiplayer aspect this time around and, and leave the single player stuff for a later showing. And you, you get a bunch of like, I, I hate to say it, but you get Ninja up there and he's playing Halo, right? Because that's what he used to be was a Halo pro. Kind of his and, thing. Yeah. Well, I went to Mixer. That yeah. was the whole big rumor exactly. when he went over to Mixer is that he was going to be the Halo guy. So I mean, exactly. that, would, that would be something big there. Yeah. Um. Honestly, you know what they need? They need some Halo goosebump scenes. Yes. If mm-hmm. you remember in the latest Doom DLC, you've got that like in what was it, Endgame or Infinity War style thing where you're like you enter hell and it's just you're looking around and like the, the war is happening and the entire army's warping in and you're just like, holy shit, this is awesome. Yeah. They need stuff like that for Halo. They do. Where it's like, right. oh, this is Halo. Like it's a, like like uh, a lot of the Ratchet and Clank guys, so good. I don't even play Ratchet and Clank, never played one. And now I want to because I keep seeing these amazing set pieces where it's like you see a third a, a 10 second clip of Ratchet and Clank. And you're just sitting there like watching it three times to get everything in. And I feel like that's what they need to do with Halo. They need one of those things where it's just like, this is awesome. Like not one of these yeah. slow, just moving around. This is the grappling hook. This well, it's, is, right. pew, 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 it's pew, one pew, of those like, things. I was, it's one of those things yeah. where like, if you hear is a Halo fan, they could play like seven notes on a piano and chills would, would occur for me. Right? Like right. if you played those games, you know exactly the song that I'm talking about, and all I got to do is just play those notes, and you're in. Um, and yep. if they tie that to like, I think in a lot of ways, like the music is so evocative of the Halo experience as a whole that if they wrap that into a nicer, prettier package, um, then maybe right. that's all oh, they have to the, do. The, We're gonna show the, the new Battlefield. I mean, we didn't even talk about that. That's true. Yeah, yeah. We'll get to, that. <laughs> we'll get to Battlefield soon. Yeah. 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 I uh, yeah I don't know about Halo. It's 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 been sort of my main question, like sort of my main speculation question, uh, as to what Microsoft's going to do. Whether they're going to lead hard on Halo or whether they're going to go a little easy on it to sort of like be like, hey, no, it's better than where you thought it was, I, right? And uh, now let's talk about hype shit. What's one second? I have to prove a point. Hold on. You like well, Halo? Uh, while JP's gone, like these are the the devs that 
<laughs> I don't want to say Microsoft, Microsoft owns, but they owned uh, uh, three four three Coalition, Rare, Mojang, uh, Mojang, Obsidian, Turn Ten, Playground Games, The Initiative, Ninja Theory, Undead Labs, In Exile, Double Fine, World's Edge, Compulsion Games. They own so many giant. So many companies are under the Microsoft umbrella that huge. Fuck, dude. Yeah, uh, Rami. Oh, we also. Maybe we'll hear something uh, from Tango, Tango GameWorks, the makers oh, the of Ghostwire. Uh, Ghostwire, yeah. Ghostwire maybe yeah. more Evil Within stuff. Uh, good call, Narciss, for reminding me on that. But yeah, they're, they like they've always been under the Bethesda publishing umbrella. Yeah. So and they were pretty big centerpieces at the at the conferences that counted for those. So yeah, yeah uh, I'm with you. I hope some more Psychonauts do shit. That's cool. That'd they showed cool. a little bit of gameplay mm-hmm. of that last week. Uh, if you saw that, Zeke. Um, well, they did. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, there's some that, gameplay. No of i think it was like one of the first levels or something like that um and it looked you know exactly what you would expect it to uh i, I went and got the xbox series xbox which is a stupid statement to say but halo is literally on the back of that box like that's how hard they go on halo right there that their yeah. fucking console launched with a game that was not even there because they delayed it so right. I think in that way they have so many. Oh yeah, they have to put so much emphasis on Halo. Like if if Halo oh. sucks, everyone's yeah. gonna be like, "Nice first party, bro," right? right. <laughs> just, just like that too. <laughs> they're gonna go on Twitter and be like, "The fucking PlayStation Stan accounts that somehow always end up in my goddamn feed." Or just be like, "Yeah, bro, it's been nine hundred days since uh, first party Xbox game. Where where's your first party, bro?" Right. So also in the meanwhile, Microsoft bought twenty-seven first-party studios. Bro. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Jesus. Exactly. Fucking internet, mate. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, so like the the like the, they have to go on Halo. I just wonder how hard they're gonna go on trying. Like basically what Ko was saying earlier. Like the the fight for them for Halo is so much cover ground that you can do that in very short time. I, right. You can go. You can go and show a little bit of Halo play a little bit of those notes, show a little bit of campaign, give a little bit of goosebumps, show that it's in a much better place now, and then just fucking go before you disappoint people again. Yep. Right? If that just, game, just if that game, ships, make that impression and move on. <laughs> I, I think if that game ships this year, which they've, I think have said, it's still coming out holiday 2021. Like if not now, do you, do you announce another thing to show halo? They have to show that game. In, in a lot of ways. So is it like you said, it become it, its own thing? I don't I don't know. Could be. I mean, it, Microsoft is not above like doing a showcase for a game for like two hours. Like that. That's I can see Microsoft doing that. They have plenty of little events where they talk about games. So yeah, yeah. So I, I, I think I, look, I'm excited for Halo. I, I actually was one of the people that was fine with what they showed. Um, me too. Like so, it was in development. Like, come on. Yeah. What, whatever they show, I, I will be absolutely okay with. But I would love to have I, that excitement shared because that just makes me more excited when that excitement is shared with other people. <laughs> see, that's the big thing. And this is actually what I was going to mention about that that iconic thing you were talking about earlier. Like, I have played a couple Halo games over the years. Yeah. So for me, I I do not have that effect at all. The, those notes don't have the effect on me. I also saw that last Halo stuff and was just like. This looks like an old game. Yeah. This doesn't look like a next-gen game. I'm the people that they should be hooking at these events. 
Like not the not the diehards because they're probably going to play it anyway. Let's We're be already real. In. It's the next Halo game. You're already totally. in. So right. they need to be like like they need especially when they have that many eyes on Halo. They need to be hooking the people that aren't going to hear those notes and get the goosebumps. So I mean, it becomes even they, more important. Yeah, they're kind of in a weird position because they also need to win back the people that like those three notes but didn't like Halo Five. Right, which is also it's, a significant part. It's it, marketing wise, this is a really fun exercise, which is why this is the one. It's kind of I'm an impossible about. exercise if if you mm-hmm. think of like where console FPSs are, and really, I guess what I'm saying is, if you think about Call of Duty and how much it's like dominated the landscape of console FPS games, at least when it comes to like competitive and and whatnot, multiplayer, like Halo is everything opposite of what Call of Duty is. And so many, it's not super fast pace. It's not, there's no sliding. There's no kill streaks. There, there, it's, it's, they have to win back that audience as well as mm-hmm. Co and people like Co, as well as the old audience. Like, it's impossible. Like, so, <laughs> that's, it's so I, hard. I don't know how I, they do uh, it. I hope they do, but I don't know how they do it. I'm just sitting here thinking, what was Halo 5 story? Which is bad news because I can re- I can recall every Halo game That's, up until Reach. Isn't that when they went after Chief? Or was that four? Oh yeah, that was when. Was that the two teams? It was the two teams, right? Yeah, it was the two different teams of Spartans that were chasing after Chief because he was on like a rogue. He was trying to find Cortana. Oh yeah, it was Cortana. Yeah, right. Cortana went rogue, and then yeah, yeah. Spoilers. <laughs> No, I'm right there with you though. They're they're hard to remember, but yeah, I I think that is. We spent a lot of time talking about Halo, but I think that's how it, it is. We did that yep. because it's important. Uh, to it's them important. It's a brand to know that. Uh, with that said, uh, Co, I think you're probably the the Starfield target audience, right? Like you're in by the name of Starfield. What do they show? I'm, like what they show gameplay. Is what they show. What they, is that they game? Show, that game. It looks to be. It looks to be Skyrim effect. It's basically what they're doing is they're taking what made Bethesda special, which is their open world RPGs, their Fallout's and stuff like that. The stuff that people liked, the stuff that people look back fondly on, like Oblivion and more. When things, they're moving that into the next generation in a sci-fi setting. So we're looking at things that make a a an interesting experience. We're looking for cool environments. We're looking for um, interesting RPG mechanics and things that set it apart from just like an action shooter. So it's going to be the kind of thing that um, it's it's really Starfield is going to show us what is Bethesda's next step. What are what are we going to see from it, from this company in the future? You can't just remake Skyrim. You know, you already tried remaking on Gamebryo a hundred times, um, and it, and it hasn't been great. So a lot of people are going to be like, okay, this is still Gamebryo, like wow us please because everyone's screaming at you to get on a new engine yeah. and you're and you're dying to stay on this one so you know like show us why this is an okay decision and really it's just i think a lot of people want to see how are they going to make this special why why are we going to be talking about starfield in 10 years what about this game is going to be something that's going to really draw us in um the very little bits we've seen so far have made it look kind of mass affecting which isn't a bad thing i mean if they do that well it could be good um but you know we're we're gonna have to see, man. We're gonna have to see how it goes. I know I know that, especially due to more recent things with Bethesda, a lot of us are approaching Starfield with more apprehension than excitement. Um, me being one of those people, so I'm I'm hoping 
I'm hopeful, Co, that 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 Starfield will be something <clears throat> that can start the redemption arc for Bethesda. Because frankly, they have really and, and, and I can't think of a better term than this. They've really screwed the pooch, so to speak, over the last like, you know, while on this. And it's the kind of thing where um they 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 have a lot of ground to make up. They mm-hmm. they very much showed that money became the central focus. Uh with how can they just use their eye. Sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. No, can we just talk about how this trailer is there's like it's a nothing almost a nothing burger. Like I watched it and I went, that's <laughs> what I get? Really? Yeah, which is again just another over. reason why let's hopefully see a lot more than this. Um but yeah, it's it's the kind that's of thing a, where that's it, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Um you know, there there were some really great memories and special things in in older Bethesda products and they very much went a, went away from what made Bethesda special over the years and I think people are hoping especially now um that we start seeing them hopefully get back to what made them amazing in the first place good yeah. in the first place yeah yeah i'm just trying to think like what and i guess this is why i'm not a game developer and if i had the idea i would obviously go and make that game if you th- if i think about the skyrim right of of like their pedigree right the skyrim and fallout experience i don't know what that game does to not just be a Skyrim or a Fallout in space. And maybe that's all it needs to be. uh, If it's good, well-made, and works, and it's a Fallout in space. Is that the bar, though? I mean, works definitely (laughs) not, because no no Fallout or Skyrim game has worked. And that's what's kind of weird. Yeah. You know, I agree with with you on that one, Rami. It's like all of the games on release have been rather garbo. Um, even from Morrowind. I mean, Morrowind, Oblivion, and Skyrim on release all were were messes. Uh, Fallout Three had some pretty significant issues. Uh, Fallout Four, as Fallout Four is when we saw a lot of those issues creep into some of the design mechanics, which was unfortunate. Yeah. But um, I, I, you know, it's that's the thing, though. That's the thing. I think a lot of us are kind of hope, and then seventy six never happened. Um, <laughs> but I'm hoping that a lot of us kind of um, we see we they need to take another step. They need to take the next step away from that. We don't live in a day and age anymore where you can say a game is $60 and release in the state that those games did. These days, it's different. There are so many really good, well-polished, amazing games out for $60 that if you try to release that these days, like the industry has moved beyond that. Yeah. Where it's to the point where you will get trashed if you try to do that. Trashed. And it's happening. We see it happen. Go ahead, Romy. And and the sad thing is, because you can't release them that janky anymore, you can't make those games anymore and succeed at them. It's a really weird paradox, right? The fact you could make ambitious games like that because you knew at the end you could be a little janky and a little broken, and you know th- things might work out. Like Dead Space, broken as hell. Mirror's Edge, a little jank. Like everybody got motion sick from that, right? Uh, Elder Scrolls, like you know that entire era that everybody loves to talk about—the sort of like 2008, 2012 era of video games we're just putting out jank let's be honest like 90 percent of games that came out at that point were like pretty broken allowed a bit of ambition in in what people were making and now we're in a very like polished stuff up phase yeah cyberpunk and was great he, when that came out that was real polished well that just goes <laughs> to show you that, that was they couldn't, that's different, they couldn't do it, <laughs> it no, but to be fair though it proves the point no you, Cole, Cole, you're right you're right it proves the point 
they tried something really ambitious. They worked something they started in 2012, 14. When did so they start on that? 14, 15. Been working hard on it for right. about five years. Five when, years, yeah. When, when Jank was still kind of okay, and then they had to polish it up all the way to what people expect now, there was no way they were going to hit it. Yeah. There was never a way they were going to hit it. Right. It's it was true. true. I, I do want to point out that the, the cyberpunk is a little bit different because it was like overambition mixed with the exact opposite, which is marketing bullshit and unrealistic right. deadlines. Like that game needed right. another year, like no question. So, and, and they basically took that turd and spent three months polishing it instead of working on it. And then they just released it and lied about it. Yeah, I need to control my blood pressure, so let's not talk about cyberpunk. That's a longer um, but that's, conversation. That's, yeah, yeah. yeah that, we that, side that, table that being that said, one. I totally, I totally see what you're saying, and that's true. That's absolutely true. Um, but the, like, I, I, I want to see the next, the next step. In my opinion, is keeping at least the same level of ambition while also allowing a level of polish. They're a huge company now. They are right. a massive company that has an even bigger company backing them. Yeah. So that that before that scrappy little passion project of, you know, let's try to be ambitious with what we can has become let's try to be ambitious with all the resources that we could possibly have behind us running the show as well. So like right. they're running out of excuses to not right. be ambitious and not deliver a quality product. And it doesn't have to be perfect. It just has to work. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> like it has yeah. to work. And what's even cooler is now we have companies like Obsidian that showed from Outer Worlds. Like, we're not super ambitious with this, but we did make it rock solid. And that's why I think right. a lot of people are so excited for Avowed, because it's like, cool, now that we know you can make it, like, work really well, now we want to see you take it to that next ambition level. Um, you know, make it really special. Like, Outer Worlds was cool. It was cool, but let's face it, the last DLC for Outer Worlds, better than the base game by far, in my opinion. And then you have, like, that. now we have Avowed coming out. It's like, cool, you've, you've made the foundation of the house. Let's make the second floor something really special. You know what I mean? Right. Now that now that you know how to do it. So I'm hoping that's what we're going to see with Bethesda. I'm hoping that's what we're going to see with Starfield. And I'm hoping that if Starfield shows good enough, we actually can start looking forward to ES6, which would be a great feeling I, to have. Yeah. I I have a feeling if they're going to do anything, they're going to they're going to If I had to make a guess, I would think something like Bethesda would lean into something that Warren Spector was always waxing about, which is sort of like the idea of procedural narrative, but well done. Which, if any studio is positioned to do that, I think Bethesda would be would be the one that does it because it fits their world, it fits their narrative structure. If I had to guess what Starfield is going to do, I, I would guess it would go something in that direction. Knowing nothing about the, not even like NDA stuff, I just genuinely know nothing about this game. Yeah. Uh, if I that was looking, if I was looking at Bethesda, that would be my 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 guess. If it works, good question. But. Uh, yeah. I hope, like you, yeah. I hope they don't play the safe card. I don't either. Because that safe card, safe card would would suck. Yeah, it would suck. We'll it's see. boring, and and in a lot of ways, like I, I think this is the first thing, uh, the first attempt for Bethesda to be like, this is why they bought us. This is why they paid so much money for us, right? Because like it's, I, it's the biggest acquisition in games to happen in a very very long time perhaps just the biggest acquisition in games. Uh, and, and in a lot of ways, this conference has to be both sides. Xbox has to prove to everyone that like, Hey, we're not just a game pass company, right? Like we make good games, please get our console, but also game pass. Uh, don't forget yeah. about game pass. Right. And Bethesda has got to be like, this is why they bought us because of this. I, 
I genuinely think Xbox is the Game Pass company. It is the Game Pass company, yeah, but they're all they, they have to be the Game Pass company plus. <laughs> right. Plus games I, that they made on that I, Game Pass, right? I'm starting to feel that they're getting to the need they're getting to the point where they're not quite sure they need to be more than that anymore. <laughs> like it's kind of wild. Yeah. Fascinating company. Yeah. We'll we'll probably Game Pass will without a doubt get mentioned uh right. several times throughout that. There will probably be a many, sticker many times on literally every trailer that rolls like available on Game Pass. Game Pass day one. Like that'll be everywhere. Uh they're gonna it's, talk about that as much the, as they can. The new world premiere is just coming to Xbox Game Pass. Yep. Yeah, on Game Seek. Pass. Yep. Yeah. Seek start practicing. <laughs> yeah, we need we need your world premiere in fine form. <clears throat> not, no, not yet. We don't. We don't. World, 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 We got, we got some time. Sunday, uh, Sunday at one p.m. Eastern will be the ninety-minute Xbox and Bethesda game showcase. Jesse Cox and Dodger will be there for that. Uh, and then, Jesus, we're already short on time. Uh, Square Enix presents is happening at three fifteen on Sunday. Rami is going to be joining us on that as well as Dan's Gaming, Music and Co uh square enix what is gonna be there trying to let me pull up the the thing um there was a leak a while back a couple weeks ago about a thing uh that was like a wasn't it like a final fantasy dark souls thing or some shit wasn't that a thing that they leaked oh yeah babylon uh yeah. whatever it's called yeah i'm uh, um, te- a team ninja thing is what it is mm-hmm. final fantasy origin uh apparently oh. maybe the running title for that um uh it was according to numerous sources uh collected by a website called fanbyte there are reports that the new final fantasy title uh is coming from team ninja and will be announced during square enix's uh, pre- uh presents at e3 2021 uh team ninja of course studio behind neo as well as other games uh very very well-known studio um we don't know much more about the game itself but expect to take place canonically in the same time as the original final fantasy title uh from 1987 and will launch as a ps5 console exclusive and we will see if that is a thing that exists and is true uh on sunday another thing that's also rumored which is kind of crazy uh, going along with the Marvel uh, relationship that Square has. Of course, Marvel Avengers, very well known. How that went down uh, recently in the past year or two. There's another uh, ensemble game called, or not called, but around the Guardians of the Galaxy uh, IP that uh, they are apparently rumored to be working on, according to insider and journalist Jeff Grubb. Who, uh, seems that's a, to be it's a great idea they just they don't get enough video game love i don't think yeah yeah um jeff grubb is pretty solid uh whenever he comes out and says stuff um trying to see who is who's the team behind this is it crystal behind dynamic that, that would the, be making the, the would-be guardians of the galaxy Eidos. Eidos montreal right oh it's, it's is it idos yeah i think it's idos montreal at okay. least that's what the rumors say gotcha uh oh yes that it is correct because uh, it's the same studio that uh, that makes the Deus Ex games. So this is the game that was, could have been, not anymore, a Deus Ex game. But oh, will be one day. <laughs> you think they're going back? Your your hope is that they go back one day? 
Oh, they, oh, they better. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. That Marvel money. Whew. A lot of Marvel money. Uh, Life is Strange, True Colors will be there. Uh, Tomb Raider devs are apparently uh, rumored to announce a new game. Um, Dragon Quest Twelve uh, showed some stuff a while back at the Dragon Quest event uh, that took place. Uh, Dragon Quest Twelve: The Flames of Fate, which is running on Unreal Engine Five, um, they showed like a logo reveal, and that was it. Uh, and then what? I know Babylon's Fall is, I think, going to be there. What the fuck is Babylon's Fall? It's a Platinum Games game, right? Yes. That. Yeah, it's an upcoming action I mean, RPG from Platinum Games. Listen, I'm the you say action game and platinum games, I'm done. I'm good. I want it. <laughs> You're in? You're in. They can just they one. can just stop. They just uh, they could literally run a thing tomorrow that says Platinum Games makes action game. Here's the title. I'm I'm good. I'm buying <laughs> the it. The title Action Game. <laughs> uh, literally, if if Platinum Games puts out a game called Action Game, I will pre-order it. <laughs> Look at the teaser trailer. I mean, it looks slick. It 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 looks Pretty, uh, is there one? great animations. Like it, it. They made a Transformers game. Like, come on, like let's. They did make that Transformers. Got a glowy, game. floaty sword thing going on. Oh, Looks it's like they're this fighting game. demons or something. I remember seeing this game, um, on the official SquareEnixGames.com blog. Uh, they say uh, that there will be a world premiere of a new game from um, Eidos Montreal. Probably that Guardians of the Galaxy thing. Uh, exciting update on Babylon's Fall, which you're currently seeing on screen now. Uh, new details about Marvel's Avengers expansion, Black Panther, War for Wakanda, uh, and updates on upcoming in-game events. Uh, and then a deep dive on Life is Strange True Colors and a first look at Life is Strange, uh, the remastered collection. How, how have you managed to go all this time talk Square Enix and not mention a single Final Fantasy yet? Well, we said the Final Fantasy Origin. That's what we started with. Yeah. But yeah. isn't there also like 16? There's rumors about maybe remake like stuff. And we have what? Isn't uh, Integrate? Integrate's out tomorrow? Yeah, it comes out tomorrow, I think. Or, or oh, like, It comes out tomorrow? Terrible timing. Friday yeah. or yeah, tomorrow? Yeah, it comes out like tomorrow. I think the 10th, right? Oh, uh, isn't it the 10th? I mean, at the moment, I'm playing right. EDF World Brothers or whatever oh. it's called. So Yeah. For the guys I'm, sitting I'm in the chat, I do not years. think we're going to get any remake 2 info. No, they're, they're, they're going to be all about 16 next. It's what is be Integrate? It's for a while. It's Integrate the is the UP DLC. Yeah. For Final Fantasy VII Remake. Um, it's basically, it's basically the, the uh, like epilogue side story thing that they do sometimes. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. We'll have to get Max on, on here again and go to the 10,000 IQ thing. Whatever, whatever that means. Oh, is. yes. <laughs> so Yuffie is actually Sephiroth's sister. <laughs> yeah. If that came from Max's mouth, I would not be surprised. Uh, um, I don't know. I, do you think we see anything 16? Do you think maybe a little? Cause I, I don't know. I feel like, uh, Yoshida is working on 14. I don't know if he can do both at once at the moment. Cause they're launching Endwalker in uh, November. Mm, and with yeah. 16 being like something that he seems to ha- be pretty heavily involved in. Regardless of if he only says he's producing, his chat will probably mention a billion times in the next five seconds. That's still a lot. He still wants to like make sure his baby is is working and is doing well. So, if, yeah, if it's oh. even if it's in production, getting to the point where they can run a trader would need his involvement. So, yeah, yeah. I don't know. We'll so, see. Rumor mill stuff. 
out two days ago. Okay. Square Enix uh, 2021 press conference may not feature any big Final Fantasy series news, according to rumors circulating online. Reset ERA Forums member uh, Sas Liquid, whose information has been verified by the Forums administration team, suggested that no info on upcoming entries in the series will be revealed during the press conference that will be held later this week on June 13th. So later that day, uh, I covered that on, on JPNN because I read that same Did thing. You? Later that day, he also said, it depends what you decide big is. Uh, so <laughs> there might be something. Final Fantasy related, uh, just maybe not big news. Because uh, <laughs> I read so they, made, they made another small trailer or something. Yeah, ma okay. maybe maybe that origin you, stuff. But I would consider if that origin War stuff is there. That's big. I, I don't know. What were we saying, Rami? No, chat. That's not what she said. <laughs> oh my god! Can, can you, Jesus. <laughs> can you imagine working on final fantasy like any final fantasy game and you have like your big trade already and then your boss goes out and says like there's no big news just sitting there being oh, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah no i i could i spent two and a half months on this yeah this is my life <laughs> this is my opus <laughs> um there is, uh, I'm trying to find the blurb about uh, restreaming this only because I, I want to give it attention because I hope other companies do what Square is doing around this. It has to do with DMCA oh. stuff, but I'm trying to find the specifics of what it actually yeah. is. Um, okay, so uh, Kat Carsons uh, on Twitter, who is the Senior Influence Relations Manager for Square Enix Europe, uh, said, excited to add that we're doing a DMC safe version of the Square Enix present stream for creators as well. For those that would like to co-stream, I'll share the link ahead of time so you can have it for Sunday. Um, please feel free to share that with other creators and keep an eye out for emails, tweets with the link. Uh, for those that worried about doing co-streams, this should help. And, and that version will have reworked or removed licensed music. Primarily, that's most likely for the Life is Strange segment as they love to use licensed music in that game. Um, but as a streamer, that's fantastic. Uh, I, I love that's huge. Yeah. That's awesome that they are going that extra step because they don't have to, they could say, go fuck yourselves. And that would be perfectly industry standard <laughs> right? to just play copyrighted music across that thing. Um, but the fact that they are going that extra step uh, deserves to be mentioned. Uh, so very good on them uh, with Square Enix. That's the Square Enix show. There's the PC gaming show happening uh, Sunday as well. At 5.30 p.m., uh, it'll be the Drop Frames crew plus Dan's Gaming. Uh, Co might be a little bit late for that. Maybe, maybe not. It, uh, there's some scheduling stuff, um, but we'll just find out then. Um, Day 9 is once again hosting. Um, it's sponsored by Intel, and they have a game sponsor. I think it's MechWarrior 5 is also a sponsor for the PC gaming Fuck show yeah. this year. Um, yeah, it's from Space. Uh, um is is what sean's hosting it out of like a space control panel deal how do we feel about the pc gaming show i, I feel like the, like it started out strong and sean kind of carries that show but there's not usually like any super big stuff coming out of that but it's still fun to watch because sean's like good at his job i, I don't <laughs> do i feel the feel same way about it? the pc gaming show as the gorilla collective yeah i feel like it's it's a catch-all there's a lot of times stuff that you'd never be able to see in the in the big shows that is cool mm -hmm. stuff to see or cool stuff to play. And kind of like Rami said, it's stuff that they don't know is going to be big. So it may not get the spotlight, but mm -hmm. at the same time, there's some really great stuff that comes out of that show. Yeah. So no, I, I, I always, just like the, the new girl collective stuff. I always look forward to the PC gaming show. 
And the fact that Day 9 hosted is just like a massive added bonus. But yeah. also the format of that show is really cool too, because it's just like good host clip, good host clip, good host clip, good host clip. And they just like, they put so many little things in there a lot of times. So it's always a fun show to watch. Yep. Honestly, the PC gaming show is my favorite. It's, a, it's yeah. consistently the one I, I enjoy the most every year because they have, uh, it's, it's, it's more uh, opportunity to see brand new shit, like brand new IPs and stuff rather than like sequels and offshoots and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. <laughs> um, PC gamer has revealed some of the lineup, um, for this. this is the first time I'm seeing this article, including the fact that valve will be making an appearance at the show. Um, it's not Maybe clear on the next half-life Alex entry. Yeah. It's not clear what valve will show. Um, with PC game, PC gamer listing them as a quote, a message from valve regarding steam. Ah, they're going to, they're going to go on stage. They're going to go on stage, flip us off as developers and go like 30%, y'all you're going to pay us 30% (laughs) and then just walk off stage again. (laughs) I don't fucking know. My patience with valve is running out. So that just out of, out of curiosity, Rami, what would you do if they walked out on stage and said that they were lowering the cut? Like that's the thing. This is not the show to do that, but we're at the point where it's almost unacceptable that they're not. Yeah. Like everybody is lowering cuts and they've lowered cuts for the biggest earners. It's like, how, how do you get it the wrong way around? Like how, how did you manage to not understand that the point is that we want small developers who are doing interesting work to make money. Rami, and that we don't care whether the AAA makes a million dollars. They got it actually. wrong because the AAAs are the ones that actually drive business to them. The little guys they don't. Drive business. Right. Yeah, tell so. that to the Valheim devs. Okay. Right. <laughs> They're not the little guys anymore. <laughs> Unfortunately, they were. Well, the worst the worst part is though, that's probably how they justify keeping it as high as they did, or they do yeah. for the small guys. Because it's like now we can we can when a small dude explodes, we get 30% of that that what five million six million copies they're up to sold now yep like, right think about how much money valve made off those devs my lord valve, valve makes some ridiculous amount of, of money like off, just sitting around not fixing anything yeah yeah uh, but yeah, yeah. No, the, the main thing if the if it's a if it's a message about steam i think they're now in enough trouble i there's a lawsuit going a class action lawsuit against them they're getting mentioned in like other lawsuits around this like the the sort of government hammer is coming down on the games industry Right, the legal hammer is coming down in the games industry. Everybody in the industry is feeling it. I think they have to make a move at some point. I just don't know if that's this, but yeah, there'll be news. There'll there'll be news about Steam, and then they'll fart on our faces as, as, <laughs> as walking off stage. Sure. Um, so, with that in mind, what do you guys think this announcement actually is? So that that's the Steam Pal was a thing that got. Mm not necessarily leaked but i think they like found that name in a couple of steam files or something like that um through through steam source code is where it was found apparently it is a handheld system um so that may be announced here is that valve is once again getting back into the hardware game because mm. the last times they did went so well uh, <laughs> so i guess we'll have to see my Steam box caught on fire. Yeah. It's still, and it's remarkable. It act. I plugged it in, and just smoke came out. I'm like, well, <laughs> I'll stick to software. Thank you very much. Yeah, I guess the you guys, Chad is right. The index is a uh, potentially the uh, premier uh, VR headset. So that that is true. They they had two flounders, and then they had that. So 
can't uh, can't discredit them too much. But yeah, it could be that. Um, most likely will be that. Uh, what else have they said will be there? It's a 90 minute, uh, pcgamer.com is saying it's a 90 minute more concentrated, um, event, a bright moment focused just on PC gaming and plentiful activity of E3. Uh, during that duration, we've packed as many great trailers as possible. A total of 39 new video games, game announcements and interviews nice. will make up this year's broadcast. Here's a preview of what you will see. Is this the Sean? Tra yeah, this is the Sean trailer um it's just sean <laughs> it's just a... it's just sean talking in his control room that's all it is and he says space here's... and puts his hands up if you've seen my twitter it's that's where that's from uh <laughs> here's what you will see and it's a video of sean i kind of love how blatant that is uh okay they actually do have a pretty big list here uh i will read through this uh, as fast as i can uh exclusive content along with beta and launch information from naraka blade point techline will be showing die line to stay human and giving the first in-depth oh. look at the main character Aiden and its internal motivation alongside revealing more Dying Light 2 same universe. Uh, first reveal of a new game from Casado Games and Bulwark Studios. Big news from the Orcs Must Die franchise. Uh, new content from the New Blood Interactive. New gameplay for Hello Neighbor 2. New modes revealed for Ramen. And a world, world premiere of a new game from Tiny Build. New announcement world from... premiere. Thank you. A new announcement from uh, Pixelated Milk. A reveal of the next game from Shiro Games. Sega and Amplitude Studios will have a major announcement and reveal for the highly anticipated strategy game, Humankind. Exclusive content from oh. All In Games and Chernobylite. Um, an announcement from EVE Online. A new Chivalry 2 announcement from Torn Banner Studios. Uh, Nacon and Big Bad Wolf are showing a brand new trailer for Vampire the Masquerade. Oh, yeah. Yeah, not two. Oh, yeah, Dash that's, that's a Swan thing. Song. What? Yeah. yeah that's, okay. That's not, I forgot. That's, that's a different thing. thing yeah. Yeah. Okay. Moving along. Uh, an exclusive offer from GeForce Now, Nvidia's cloud gaming service, other exciting unrevealed games, and a message from Valve regarding. Uh, oh, they have clarified. I guess it says a message from Valve regarding Steam Next Fest. Ah. Is that a what is Steam Next Fest? Is that their demo thing? A multi day uh, multi day celebration of games. Right. It's basically when they tell all the developers to put demos up so that people can play our games for free and then Steam can make more money off it when they come out. Oh, gotcha. Sounds great for Steam. Yeah. Yes. Uh, the PC game yeah. gaming show will also include exciting new content from Frontier and Frontier Foundry, Fellow Traveler, Tripwire Interactive, Humble Games, Ishtar Games, and Alar, Alawar Games. Oh, got Siri. Oh, I thought, I thought you were talking to... Like Siri. You just the triggered phone. my outro and it's blaring in my ears. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. So that's PC gaming show. That's happening Sunday at 5 30 PM Eastern. Uh, there's the future gaming show happening after that on Twitch at 7 PM. I have no idea what's going to be shown there, um, but I'll probably check that out. Sunday's going to be very uh, busy day. Uh, Monday is filled with just a ton of random showcases. Um, uh, Verizon and Television, Take Two Interactive, Mythical Games, Indie Showcase, Vin, Capcom. Wait, Razor. Sorry, did you say in television? Yeah, and television is doing something for 30 minutes. I think all this stuff will be on the uh, official E3 stream, I guess. Um, and then Tuesday morning uh, will be the Nintendo stuff. Uh, we'll circle back to that in just a sec. Uh, Bandai Namco is also on Tuesday afternoon. Um, and then also the, uh, E3 2021 award show is happening, uh, Tuesday evening at 7 45 PM. 
I don't know what that is, but I we're gonna watch it. I they're, guess they're, they're, try, they're trying to they're trying to pull a Jeff Keighley and make an award show. I think so. I think that's when what was that, that award show? Uh, Seven forty-five on Tuesday, AM or PM? Eastern PM. Oh, I don't know about that one. Okay, yeah, <laughs> that might be a solo coverage for me. Um, we'll see. Circling back to the Nintendo that, Direct, J- JP. That's that's my head chopping time. That's my chivalry time. Oh, I, I got you. I, don't, I got you. I don't know about that. You don't want to watch an award show around games? God, what? Who are you? <laughs> I got I got hits to chop. Uh, for the Nintendo Direct. It'll be me, uh, Elspeth, Luxie, and Rami. Uh, we'll be covering that. Um, Rami, any and and the three minutes that we have, what do you expect from Nintendo? Uh, well, I mean the the main. I would like to just hear more Zelda stuff, but mostly because it would make the girlfriend very happy, and then you know that's always fun. So, uh, I mean, Nintendo for me, like I've, I'm the same year year over year with Nintendo. I would like to see Advance Wars. I would like to see Golden Sun, and I would like to see Zelda. Like that. That's sure. Uh, I like Dude, Metroid. Golden I like Sun, all the right? Golden Sun. I just it's want Golden time. Sun. I want Golden Sun. What the fuck happened I'll to Golden Sun? <laughs> what What the fuck happened to Golden Sun? Let's be honest. Like that was a good <laughs> RPG. It was a good <laughs> RPG. Two like defining Game Boy Advance games. They did a sequel that was not good, and then they just went like, "Well, I guess it's dead now." <laughs> and just walked the fuck away. Like they have the Switch. Put out Golden Sun. I don't care. Put out the go. first two games as a bundle again. Makes More Golden sense. Sun. I don't. I don't. I don't get it. I you know, know that I, I. I actually yelled at Nintendo on every social media that they should let me make a Golden Sun, and I'm still waiting for a reply to that. I think that's where they do most of their business is through Twitter. So. It's Twitter, right? Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, they're that's they're how, known for their that's openness. How they do a lot of deals with the Smash community there with, uh, <laughs> you know, letting them know which character is going to be next and what character right. they demand and all that stuff. I just, and Advance Wars. I just want another good Advance Wars. Like, I'd be really honest. Like, Advance Wars was incredible. I would like to see more of that. There's actually a little bit of a rumor that there might be something Advance Wars related, but Ooh, okay. I don't think it's true. Um, uh, I'm looking through my list of potential stuff. I think you got to show Zelda at this point. I, I think, yeah, I think no in a lot of ways anymore. you have to show Metroid just to show that that thing exists at this point. Kind of like, uh, like Zelda as well. Um, there's a handful of rumors. Have, have they said they're making they, sure a Metroid? They said that they were working on a Metroid game. And then I think they re they stated that they had to restart development on it because they scrapped everything. And that was a year or two ago, I think. Um, I thought maybe maybe I'm wrong about that. I, I'm not sure. Um, I think they're working on it at some point. Um, what else is there? Uh, Fire Emblem rumor. Some other rumors about Xenoblade Chronicles. Uh, different, just different stuff. It's uh, they they came out and said that it will be a forty minute uh, Nintendo Direct focused exclusively on Nintendo Switch hardware. They had to state that because everyone was fucking losing their mind over this uh, idea of a Nintendo Switch Pro. Uh, which at this point, the internet is going to will that into existence. You mean you mean <laughs> software, right? Yes, yeah, 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 it's, yeah. It's, it's exclusive yeah, exclusively focus. on yeah, software. Okay. Yeah, yeah, sorry. I, I was like, whoa, that yeah. is some news that I was not aware of. No, no, I misspoke. I misspoke. Yeah, okay. exclusively on software. Uh, mostly releasing in 2021. Uh, and then they are doing three hours of gameplay after that uh, in the Nintendo Treehouse Live. 
Uh, that Mario Golf thing will probably show up in there at some point, and that will probably be a decent amount of uh, time devoted to that from the Treehouse live stream because uh, that ships like two weeks or three weeks, something like that. On the I don't like Mario sports games. Yeah, Mario Tennis was the best game. You want to join Tennis us? Literally... You want to join us later this month for our uh, golf classic part two? You're gonna do <laughs> We're serious. I might actually. I might actually. That actually sounds great. Yeah, well, you're more than welcome to. The official drop frames yeah. open is returning. Yeah, it's back. Yep. Back oh on the boy. links. Yeah. Oh boy. Okay. Are we, just got, are we planning on doing it just the Wednesday following the release? Yeah, the thirtieth. I think. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's what I had penciled in. So the thirtieth. If you're down, Rami. I think I fly on the thirtieth. I'll have to see what that looks like. That sounds like an excuse. I actually move on the 29th, so I will do my absolute. <laughs> All right, we're doing it the following week. On- <laughs> <laughs> I might be okay. I think my actual my computer and stuff is going to be staying here for a while, so I think I think I might be okay. But we'll Dude, see. I, moving is the most stressful thing a human can do. Regardless of who you are, I would not make someone be like, all right, you got to get committed, dude. I know you're moving the day prior here, but you got to. I will do my best. But do you have time for some golf? You want to golf, bro? You got some time for some golf? (laughs) I may need the relaxation to be on. Maybe that's all I'll do that day. Just get some beers and play golf. And then, like, I mean, look, I I can think of no more relaxing of a event than just hearing Zeke scream at the top of his lungs for three hours (laughs) in rage, uh, if I'm honest. So he hits the ball. He's just like, Why? <laughs> it's, it's honestly reassuring honestly like yeah. it just everything is right with the world when when z gets quiet that's when i get worried <laughs> yes yes that that is also uh, like the calm before the storm i think me and zeke are literally both the same. and figuratively as long as me and zeke are yelling we're fine it's when we get quiet and you know that we're upset yeah. that's when it gets bad that's when you don't want to be around uh it's bad time. yeah so that's how nature says don't touch you know yes. like that's that's when <laughs> that's when we're the blowfish all expanded completely out like yes accurate <laughs> accurate 100 percent uh and that is our uh drop frames p pre e3 show p3 show uh there's a lot going on there's a lot happening uh, if you want to get caught up or see what the time is on any of that or have any questions on who's going to be covering what and when uh jpedia.net just go to the drop uh or the 2021 gaming events tab should be the third one at the bottom it's got everything listed out there with all the times all the links all that stuff we'll be there uh tomorrow with the kickoff live event happening at 2 p.m eastern uh with jesse cox he'll be joining us on that as well why is cox not doing cock media just very upset i'll ask him tomorrow he might uh, you know Cox now, on cock. You might not know this, Rummy, but there is such a thing as too much cock. There is? I second he started talking, I knew it was coming. <laughs> <laughs> Same. It was I like, just, it's like it's like a, a train just like headed straight for you and you can't move out of the way anymore. It's I just wonder what like the YouTube algorithm would do with the video titled <laughs> Cox on Cock. <laughs> like, that, what do they do? Right? And it's just Jesse Cox with his with that gif. Think, if, if you Google Jesse Cox, the gif will come yes. up where he's smiling. You use that gif and the yeah. thumbnail, and you put the Cock Media logo next to it, and it's Cox on Cock. That I I would think it I think it better would be Cock Cox Cock. Is there any way we could somehow include a rooster? I could get him one. <laughs> we could just 
I think you can just order a rooster on Amazon these days. Probably. <laughs> You're the one with farm animals. How do we get a rooster? I'll ship him one. Okay. All right. I think Jesse does have a show a called. Uh, you poke find some, out. You poke some holes in it. We'll be fine. Mm-hmm. In a lot of ways, it'd be more fucked up, and depending on who you are, might even be more funny if. I'm not going to finish that joke. Let's do some shots. Oh, I was about to say, like, let's go to the next sentence here, Pete. Like, there's... Robbie, do some shout outs. <laughs> What's um, going on? Uh, I, I have no idea anymore. Uh, E3. E3 is <laughs> happening. I think. I hope. Maybe. Uh, yeah. But, uh, thanks so much for having me. Thanks, like as always. An absolute pleasure. Uh, I had a great time. Uh, you can find me on Twitter, T-H-A underscore Rami. I uh, make video games, play video games, uh, and I build uh, beautiful Lego sets. You son you know, of a bitch. Don't do that on Twitter. I just wanted to hold this here, JP. I hope one day you get this. It's yeah. beautiful. Mm-hmm. Such a lovely, incredible build. Mm-hmm. Look at how good it is. Pretty good. Oof. It's pretty good. Pretty good. <laughs> Zeke. Do some shout outs. Oh, he was done. Okay. Uh, <laughs> what's up, everybody? Thanks for watching. Thanks forever. Uh, to, uh, thanks to Rami for being on the show, man. It's always a, always a fucking treat to have you here. Uh, thanks, Cohen JP, for being the co host. Uh, my name is Ezekiel the third. You can find me at or slash Ezekiel underscore I, just like it's spelled right here. Uh, I'm not going to be streaming uh, after the show today. I'm going to take the rest of the day off because uh, I got stuff to do and I want to. I'm actually like playing Celasta on my own time, and I'm really, really enjoying it. So Ooh, nice, nice, dude. Yeah, nice. Uh, and I'm glad I'm not streaming it because the first, because I'm playing it on the hardest difficulty, and the first battle took me, I want to say probably seven or eight goes at it to get it done. Just the very first like actual battle. Anyway, so uh, if you want to catch me, I'll be on. Well, I mean, I, I don't fucking know what I'm doing this week besides E3. I don't know if I'm gonna be peppering in a personal stream here and there i don't know maybe i will maybe i won't who cares uh just follow my twitter and i'll tell you when i'm going live all right thanks there you go co do some shout outs absolutely as always a huge thanks to jp and zeke and a special thank you to the rami for being here uh we really <laughs> appreciate <fuck> it <laughs> <laughs> my name is co hi if you don't know me uh i'm gonna be back at 6 30 p.m tonight in about two and a half hours my eu friends Time zones are the worst. For some chivalry too, going to be doing that this evening. Tomorrow, I'm here for like an hour. Uh, probably going to do either some last spell or maybe some shiv, just hang out for a little bit. And then I'm off until the show doing some new house stuff. I'm meeting some people out there. Uh, then, of course, tomorrow at 2, we start the E3 experience. Um, all throughout the weekend, I'm probably going to be doing random games here and there between the shows. I'm on most of the shows, not all of them, but most of them. So I will see you guys for those. And uh, yeah, hope to see you there for him. Should be a lot of fun. And as always, thank you guys for watching. Cool, cool. Uh, yeah, we got a ton of E3 stuff happening. Uh, anything that we don't cover as a crew, I'll be doing uh, JPNN coverage of it. Uh, and there is a lot. So it's going to be pretty long, uh, busy days over the next couple of days, all the way till the end of Tuesday. Uh, I'll say it again, uh, jpedia.net. Uh, should be a, a great place, a great resource to uh, use over the next couple of days because of all the schedule stuff uh, that the mods have made. Huge shout out to the mods uh, for creating everything uh, in that document. Um, and if you want uh, kind of a daily news source, you can check out JPNN either at the start of every stream or you can find the VOD over at youtube.com 
slash it me j p rami thanks so much for what? coming on and i hate you yeah no thanks so much for thanks so much for having me it, it absolute pleasure also uh if the rooster was dead thank you guys so much for joining us here on drop <laughs> frames uh we'll see you guys tomorrow for uh what is it the kickoff live show summer game fest 2 p.m eastern that's when we're starting we hope to see you there and we hope elden ring is there as well among other things we'll see how it goes among us oh among us will be there they've said that i just didn't care to say that because we don't play that anyways we're out have a good rest of your day bye-bye put it down rami put the fucking thing down